Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Let's Go Half on a Cherub. The ingredients you will need is one part St. Germain elderflower liqueur, two parts vodka or gin, whichever you prefer, three-fourths part of fresh lemon juice, one part of muddled strawberry, and sparkling wine. So here's how you're going to make it. In a cocktail shaker filled with ice, add chopped strawberries and muddle. Add, a, add all ingredients aside from the rosé or the sparkling wine and shake vigorously until well chilled. Strain into cocktail glass filled with ice and top with a splash of sparkling wine. Garnish with a strawberry or a festive stir stick. Let's go a have on a chair. what? <laughs> I didn't say that weird. <laughs> I've taken two shots of 1942. Oh. <laughs> I said okay. a festive stir stick. Oh, I thought she said stir stick. I was like, what is that? That's fancy. I thought <laughs> it was some kind of leaf. My bad. I, I really thought it was something Let's else. Let's go half on a cherub. I said that because like we really haven't talked about Valentine's Day. And it's coming up. It's rapidly approaching. I prefer to ignore it. I mean... You know, it's a, it's a, usually a sad time for me, but we can talk about it one day. Um, Next episode. So welcome back to Cocktails Dirty Discussions, you guys. Hey, what's up? So how was your week? My week was, um, it was really good. Did, it, <laughs> did anything happen? You're just like, it's good. I'm trying to think, like, I had a... You can't remember? I, I had a, like, a throwback weekend. You remember when, like... I would go out by myself sometimes and just turn up by myself. And that's mm-hmm. really how I met most of the people that I know uh-huh. in Atlanta. And so this weekend, you were out of town. Everybody was out of town. Wasn't nobody trying to do nothing or nothing that I wanted to do. So I was like, mm. you know what? I'm about to go out by myself. And so I went out okay. by myself Saturday night. I had a good-ass fucking time. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Well, that's good. I mean, that was just my weekend. Like, the week is. Y'all know I have a job now, so I was working. But Oh, yeah. I, I mean. You know, when you finally got to let your hair down. Yeah, I let that shit down. I went to Houston, and I had an amazing time. I was not ready to leave, and I feel like I look like I'm sad today because I did not want to be here. I wanted to stay, but we had I to record. I can tell from all your stories on IG. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, my sisters live there, and we had a good time. I'm going to tell y'all the details of my Houston trip another day because we have uh, quite a few guests today and I want to make sure we talk to them as much as possible so I'll save my ketchup but what I do want to let y'all know is rated intimate is the shit I like you said a man is not a necessity a man is a luxury like dessert <laughs> yeah a man is absolutely not a necessity did you mean that to sound mean and bitter oh not at all I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. That has been such a blessing. So shout out to Adam. Shout out to you, Adam, because yes. it's funny that you say it's a blessing. Because how did I forget that out of my weekend? I took so many baths and masturbated and learned things what about my use? pussy. That I, I use. Okay, first of all, you know I really like the little travel thing. The, uh, the 
uh, what is the little purple? Oh, one? the cute. Satisfier Pro the Traveler. The Satisfier. Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck on that, but the that anal plug good. that he gave me that is really cute, and with I with the little with the little diamond. Uh-huh. Which I was putting it in my booty and taking pictures because the diamond is really cute. It is. I saw a porn last night that had the girl had that in there, and I was like, oh, that's like Medina. It's I wonder a, if she used it. <laughs> I like it because it does this thing where it like like. I didn't have anal this weekend, uh-huh. but I might this coming weekend. Okay. But but what it does is it kind of like makes you horny. Because really? I just kept it in there. And I was in the bathtub and like, I was like, how long did you keep it in? A couple of hours. Okay. Like that's normal, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it. when I wear my Kegel balls, I keep them in all day. Like one time I was about to have sex and I forgot to take them out. And he's like, are you on your period? I was like, no, not today. It's just my Kegels. <laughs> Yeah. So I tried. Um, he sent me another one. It's the Womanizer. So I know a lot of you guys had said that y'all have tried that one before. That is the shit. And I really like the toys where it's like clit stimulation. Me because too. when I use the bullets, the vibrating bullets, I like those. But I don't ever really put it inside of me. Y'all, I squirted with that toy. No, like you didn't. never before. It was, and it, I couldn't control it. Usually I can control it, which kind of had me feeling like more like it was regular pee. I don't know, but like I couldn't control it. It was like I'm contracting the muscles, trying to like stop the waterfalls, but the floodgates were open. And I was like, this is efficient because it was in a few minutes. I could finish watching my show and get to bed. I wasn't up all night. I didn't even have time to let the porn load good. But, you know, I love it. And um, Adam, we appreciate you. Rated Intimate, we appreciate you because look, right? Like sometimes you don't be, your internet be fucked up. You don't be yeah. wanting to wait on it. You or just you just don't feel done. like it. Like make sure you just go to ratedintimate.com slash cocktails. You can see all of the stuff that Adam has sent us. Plus they're doing a giveaway. Oh. So y'all are either going to get one womanizer or two people will win the Femme Fatale Bullet, which is the one that I mentioned a long time ago that I said I really liked before we even started working with Rated Intimate. So make sure y'all go check out the website. Use the code COCKTAILS for 15% off. That's ratedintimate.com slash C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S. T-A-L-E-S at the end, not T-A-I-L-S. Y'all better go and be okay, how many before they be sell out. Because I feel like I have a whole ass boyfriend in the tub with me all up in my pussy. Okay, mine are waiting for me in the bed. I let them have the right side and I take the left. <laughs> all right, now moving right along to weird sex before we introduce our guest. So this one is short and sweet. Y'all, this woman obviously is on drugs. This story takes place in Jacksonville, Florida. It just happened like today. <sighs> A woman is in the hospital. Let me put on my news voice. A woman is in the hospital after being shot at a Shell gas station on Lim Turner Road on the north side of Jacksonville, Florida, according to police. The Jacksonville Sheriff's Office tells Action News Jax around 1023 p.m. Monday, a woman agreed to perform a sexual act with the shooting suspect in exchange for, y'all ready? Five dollars and Pringles. She agreed to yes, that? Yes. Five dollars and Pringles? Pringles. Once you pop, the fun don't stop? Yes, girl. Uh, the bitch was like, the ad said it. <laughs> okay, okay, let me get back. After the act, the suspect demanded his five dollars back and shot her in the shoulder before fleeing the scene on foot. This girl sucked somebody's dick for five dollars and some Pringles. What flavor? Was it the sour cream? Does it matter? Okay. The, <laughs> and okay. then she got shot in her shoulder and he wanted his $5 back. Who the fuck does that? Y'all are crazy. That's why you need to raise your prices. If he's on, if he's good with 
Or if she's good with five dollars, that's just gonna be bad. It's gonna it's, be it bad. Sounds like, unsafe, gonna be in unsanitary, and now she's in the hospital, like with a shot up shoulder, over some Pringles and five, and five fucking dollars bucks. He didn't ask for the Pringles back. He said you keep that back. Anyway, you guys, that's weird sex. I found that on Twitter today, and that is a real oh, news uh-huh. story from a actual place. Now. <laughs> Um, we have our guests here with us. Y'all, today. we have three guests. And let me tell you. So I don't I, I know Emily. I don't really know Emily, but I know Emily. And <laughs> and I, I've seen her perform. She does burlesque. Remember I told you that okay. one week and I yeah. went to the show with my friend Aaron and it was fucking amazing. And then she told me about you and your lifestyle and your relationship. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, these are three <laughs> women that are all in our relationship together. And these are our guests. So I kind of want everybody to just say who they are mm-hmm. and say hey to our listeners. All right. Hi, I'm Emily, aka Royalty. It's my burlesque persona (laughs) we have to go to one of her shows but i was in there like oh (laughs) come on hi y'all i'm mcgally mcgally that's such a different name yeah i've never heard that before. does it mean something where is it from uh it's a spanish name originally and often if you meet somebody named mcgally she's probably cuban oh you speak spanish Si, por supuesto. Oh, ay, mami. <laughs> okay, Rachel. Ay, mami is usually my line. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll take my line. I'm bitch, I'll back her up. Okay. <laughs> I'm Rachel. I'm Megali's girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. And Megali is Emily's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to talk about all of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get some clarity. Yes. Um, but first, we have a game. Ooh, yes. Just an old school game of Never Have I Ever. Right, that's the game. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, am I saying the right one? Kiki and I be having a lot going on. We're still trying to like be in the middle of work. Like, hey, this yeah. is what we're doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we always come through, right? Right. Right. Okay. So you want me to go first? Yes. So, never have I ever. I think I did this before, but they weren't here, so okay. Oh well. Never have I ever woken up next to someone and not known if I fucked them. What's the rule again? You drink if you haven't done it? Well, here we're just going to say, oh, just did say. you? Did I, I don't think I've done that. Really? Y'all have, are much better than us. Oh, so y'all are responsible. <laughs> Basically. Because <laughs> we definitely did that Wait, no, last Rachel's week. over there pondering. Like, like, wait a minute. try to have memorable sex. So. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's going to be half-assed, I'm kind of not, I'm not important. Well, see. Like, you got to show all the way up. I don't know if it, I've definitely woken up and not known what happened, but I don't think it was half ass. I, <laughs> I don't think it was half ass. I was just caught my ass drunk. I don't remember what the fuck happened. Yeah, like yeah, nothing. some details may be fuzzy for sure. I've only yeah. been okay. So the one time I did get like blackout drunk, I did go. It was in Chicago. I first moved to Chicago and woke up next to this guy, and I was like, "Who are you again?" You know? <laughs> yeah, but that happened. That, I mean, that was yeah. Amateur. I have wondered <laughs> like what I did with which person who is in bed. So if there you wake up and there's multiple people, it's like okay, Oh, so y'all you which person lie. was it that I did that with? And which person was it that I did this other thing with? Oh, oh. I wish I had that bodies. problem. Yeah. I would love that. That hasn't happened to me yet, but I still got a lot of life to live. Okay. <laughs> Never have I ever had sex in a family member's bed. I have Mother, to say, siblings, never. I think it's, I have not, I, for me, I'm just like, ah, I can't do it. I think it's disrespectful, especially I'm just drinking because I'm thirsty. I have not done that. <laughs> Anybody? I moved out real early, so. Mm. No. Just the guest bedroom. Yeah. Um, never 
Have I ever been rejected? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've oh been I rejected. have. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not in the act itself, but. Like rejected for sex? Like rejected for sex or like you like somebody and they really just aren't feeling you and they're oh, yeah. just like. Yeah. Oh, oh no. for sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Have you, Kiki? Yeah. <laughs> We've done this one before. Yeah. And it's never like, oh, get out of my face. But it's like you can just tell that yeah. they're not interested. Right. Yeah. It's such so a weird feeling. And you're sitting there like, oh, you oh, you really don't like me. Oh, okay. the amount of times I've rejected have been greater than. <laughs> yes. Every day. Just like curve, curve, It's just curve, about maintaining curve, the proper curve. ratio. But yeah. Do you enjoy rejecting? I feel bad. Oh, no. I never enjoy it. Never. Oh, there are I, times I enjoy it. Oh, okay, really? Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Unless, unless it's like a super creepy situation where right. someone's like being very very like touchy feely like mm-hmm. aggressive sensual like yeah aggressive in your face it's like okay go away before i break out my mace or i feel you <laughs> but even still in situations like that i find myself being like oh my gosh i don't want to be rude or oh, really? somebody's just really cocky and like overly sure of themselves okay, in that, a way that they okay. are not delivering on and then mm-hmm. i may take particular delight in being like no like you're not even soft. No. <laughs> the dick was not even. It, there's nothing worse than a dude that thinks his dick is so good, and you're like, let me oh, just yeah. let you know real quick because it's not. <laughs> or even so. more yeah. disappointing, like, okay, you're twirling your BMW keys. That's not enough. Like, oh okay, yeah, no. or that happens. It's not yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not even never, <laughs> remember when I told you that that guy took me to his house and it wasn't his house? <laughs> So it was another like, guy's house that I knew. Kiki is an actually. investigator. She looked it up, and it was not. Because I was like, something is off. And when I figured out whose house it was, I was like, I know the guy whose house this is. Like, so I just sent him a picture was of he just the like, Instagram post. Stay in there. Written a room. Low key, I think he was the dude's personal assistant, and he was no, lying yeah. about his job. Yeah. So he didn't want to say that. But Ooh. anyway, okay. Never have I ever um, thrown up while giving oral sex. Not done that. I have. They're all like, no, no, no. We both have. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, sometimes when you're sucking dick and you uh, are drunk and you just ate a lot, and sometimes it happens. Yeah, it hasn't really moved down far enough to Mm -hmm. not up check. You're just like, oh. But I mean, he thought it was sexy. But he didn't care, right? Yeah. He was like, whatever. He's like, keep going. I was like, okay. He's like, I'm still gonna go job, it's fine. If that's what we do, like, what's up? Exactly. Okay, that was my last one. Okay, I yeah, don't have another one. I am so ready to get into this discussion. So when when I first like met you and Aaron told me everything about you, I was like, oh my gosh, do you think she would come on the show? Like, how are three people in a relationship? Like, we've had people on the show before that say they are like polyamorous, but it's just mm-hmm. different. It's not mm-hmm. like a, it's not, we've never had like a situation. Or they'll just like say, this. they won't mm-hmm. even say polyamorous, I don't think. They just say that they're in an open relationship, but neither, yeah. it doesn't really seem that open. Yeah. So when you guys were introducing each other, both of you are Magali's girlfriend, right? right? Yeah. But y'all are not all together like how does that work so i um met Megali at Mm -hmm. lesbian bar in atlanta my sister's room and i was on a date with my other partner frankie seeing our other partner (laughs) candy Uh so there's like a lot of there's there's, yeah there's a map that we have (laughs) essentially you know of all the different relationships and um Everyone involved is like called the polycule. And um, so I met Megali through there. And one of my first interactions with her and one of the first conversations we had was she was very open about being polyamorous and mm-hmm. that attracted me to her. And so she- you were talking to her while you were on your date. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But you were already in a polyamorous relationship. I was, I had just started seeing Candy and Frankie. They're, okay. a, they're a, a couple that I'm now their girlfriend, but oh. they were. Um, 
they're they're engaged together, and I had been dating them. Okay. Um, briefly, or you know, at the beginning of dating them, and then met Megali, and was very much attracted to Megali and everything that she had to offer. She told me about Rachel, mm-hmm. and I was excited to meet her. I met Rachel at our first date, and I've just been very, you know, Rachel and Megali have been together for a very long time, and. And so when you met Megali and you were on your other date with your other partners, mm-hmm. were they okay with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is Frankie a man or a woman? Uh, Frankie is a man. Okay. 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 Yeah. And he basically played like Cupid almost. Yeah. yeah. Was, really? So he's yeah. like an excellent wingman. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like, what do you mean? Like, he was just like pushing it? Like, yeah. Yeah. And well, there's no, no better yeah. wingman or wingwoman than somebody who's already dated you and loves you. Because mm. they know all of your best qualities. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, so like, the he knew, like he knew, like what I had been looking for, and saw that uh-huh. in the galley, and was like, "You need this is you guys is are hitting great. it off, and I want this to happen, and you need that love and support from a galley." And she's like the best at giving all the love and support. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, obviously, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, can I get on the team? <laughs> yes. yes. There's a very brief but thorough application process. Oh, wow. Okay, but for real, when y'all are vetting someone new, <laughs> what what are the things that go through your mind or what are kind of some deal breakers maybe? If they're not open about being poly or they don't have a willingness to self-educate about what it means and what the difference between being just in a swinger relationship or an open relationship mm-hmm. versus being like deeply poly committed, mm-hmm. there's a different level of accountability and openness and transparency that you have to really wrap your mind and your heart around. Mm-hmm. And if you're not already in that place, that's not something I can teach you. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to like hone in on that because what is the difference between being deeply wrapped up in the poly world and then just having an open relationship? What are those differences? There's a lot of more emotional processing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot more vulnerability and you're talking about your feelings a lot more. You're talking... Uh, through what agreements you want in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if you take like the monogamous programming as the thing that we're all the most familiar with because it's the society that we're raised in. Yeah. There are things that you don't, you just take for granted. You don't mm-hmm. even discuss them. Kissing another person is going to upset me. Right. You don't need to say that explicitly. It's understood if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're calling them your girlfriend or your boyfriend, mm-hmm. you don't right. negotiate that. Mm-hmm. We have to start from very basic mutual understanding and get really specific with each other about what expectations we bring in, Mm -hmm. what programming we might have to confront in ourselves that we're not aware of when we get upset about something that we don't necessarily want to be upset over. And so you just end up in a different level of vulnerability. And in a way, I feel like I've been in monogamous relationships. Monogamous relationships helped protect me from my insecurities. They gave me Mm -hmm. a home in my partner where I didn't have to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Polyamorous relationships make me confront my insecurities. Mm-hmm. They make me grow past those insecurities mm-hmm. in a way that I find personally more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It almost sounds like polyamorous relationships in the way that Rachel is describing it is like you have to be really honest you do <laughs> like because you don't get to hide and be like oh i'm not mad no bitch we about to talk about what you have attitude about right now Yeah, because like, these are like relationships <laughs> like a lot of times the couples that we've had on in the past and other people that we've they're not being to, honest well not even just that but in their open relationships they're not having multiple relationships they have one core relationship and then maybe they sleep with other people or it's just a sex thing. they don't it's get not deep really, with the other person yeah right. it's and just I've been fun. in relationships like that before too where it's and like, that's like i'm my different. primary 
and then everybody else is just a booty call or like mm -hmm. somebody that's going to come and go but or like they want everybody to all be together there's no couple here a couple there but this is the common denominator it's just like no it's like a it's three of us or four of us and mm -hmm. we're all together mm -hmm. you know so it's it's mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. So how long have you guys been in a relationship, Magali and um, Rachel? Rachel? So this time we've been <laughs> in the relationship almost three years now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we dated previously the first time in 2006. Y'all had a little breakup. Well, mm -hmm. we've had, no, our relationship has actually gone through a lot of different, um, I'd call like iterations really. That yeah. We started out as 40 friends because we couldn't date yet because Rachel was engaged in a monogamous relationship and mm -hmm. I was too. And then we got to know each other as friends. And then eventually we did date without really declaring necessarily what it was with Rachel. She was definitely back to being poly and knew she wanted to be poly permanently. I was mm -hmm. still figuring out my programming and overcoming what I believed to be true about love. And so then we dated on and off sort of briefly in between relationships for me and her too sometimes mm -hmm. until um, 2016, the most recent time we started dating in a more committed way and then have continued dating that way. Hmm. Miguel, I have a question for you, and I don't know if you can be honest with them sitting here, but are, do you ever have like a sense of like, I got two girlfriends, like I'm feeling myself, like what's up, <laughs> I got two girls. Uh, I will tell you, I do have an, an ego, I do, mm -hmm. um, and yes, it's like, yes, I mean, I do feel that because, not just because you have two girlfriends, right, but you have two amazing, I have two amazing, wonderful women that support me and love me and um yeah, there's a big ego stroke, of course, oh but my God. This is beautiful. it goes beyond they're they're rubbing so each happy. leg. There's one, <laughs> there's like one rubbing the left and the right. Like, like, I'm like, yeah. the sweet style. But it goes beyond that for us. And I think I want to make a distinction, too, between poly and ethical non-monogamy, which is what Rachel and I and, and Emily and I have been talking about more so. Because people do poly in a lot of different ways, and not mm -hmm. everyone that does poly will talk about it the way that we do necessarily. And so we focus much more on the ethics of it, and that does really yeah. matter to me a lot. And so... I can be honest with you that, of course, it is an ego stroke, but it comes a lot more than that, too. And mm -hmm. it's not, you know, it's not just about appearances or um, objectifying either one of them mm -hmm. because they're individual women that are wonderful in their own right. And it's not about them being mine. It's much more that I get to be with them. So. Oh, my God. I need to get a girlfriend. Because I'm right? Can we go? What's it called? My sister's, my big sister's house? What's it called? My sister's room. My yeah. sister's room. I think we need to make a weekend of intimate. Yeah, we like, yeah, I'm trying to go. Like, we're we're to be like, what is this? Shit, are y'all into ethical? Hey, you know what? I was talking to one of my friends who is in her first lesbian relationship, and she was like, you know, I don't have to deal with those problems that you've complained about. It's just like the best thing. I really found somebody who actually understands me and cares about me and isn't like on some bullshit and I was like no girl things wow. don't work out in about three weeks <laughs> yeah there are some girls that are on some bullshit though like, of course yeah. and, are and yeah. beyond but mm -hmm. yeah and there are good men too there are so let me I just haven't this. met them <laughs> <laughs> I met some but they just didn't last um, <laughs> are there roles in this relationship like are there like do people have to play like what kind of roles do you mean like Traditional gender roles Tra type of Traditional like gender roles. But, like, I guess I mean, like, is there, like, moments where it's, like, okay, wait, you're out of line. This is not what you're supposed to be doing with Megali or Megali. Are you ever, like, okay, wait, this is not your day? Like, or everyone is, like, <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder, like, are there roles that each of you have to play? Everybody. I think, for me at least, I work really hard against having that mindset of, like, devolving into roles or mm -hmm. having the mindset I don't want to fall back into the old habits of being in a relationship that has become based on expectations and not agreements. And so we spend a lot of time talking about things and clarifying expectations and understanding 
what those expectations might be so that we don't find ourselves being upset about an expectation that wasn't explained or expressed. Okay. So if an issue arises, arouse, yeah. arose, arise, <laughs> arise, arise, arise. <laughs> if an issue arises, you guys yeah. just kind of like, like, I just kind of want to know like what type of issues can happen to where you're like, okay, you guys, we all need to talk about this. And Okay. Yeah. So the thing with poly or being ethically non-monogamous is that love is unlimited and there's an abundance of love and you don't run out of love, right? Like you right. can love all of your siblings, you can love all of your family, you can love all mm -hmm. your friends, you can love people without running out of it, but you have so much time and space. And so True. that is where a lot of our conversations crop up is sort of managing the time that you do have and the energy that you do have because you got to take care of yourself and sleep sometimes mm -hmm. and do other things, do laundry, I love yeah. laundry. Um, <laughs> and so you talk a lot about how to manage the time you have and Juggling logistics, like we do a lot of calendaring and a lot of talking about the calendars. You got to make sure you put something on the calendar, you'll forget about it, oh, yeah. and then schedule something else. And like, oh crap, now I'm supposed to be in two places at one time. That's not possible. So, or is that something that all three of us are going to? Or yeah. is that something that only two of us are going to? Oh, or yeah. is that something that Everyone's the two of us are going to, to, but then the three of you and your other relationships yeah. are going together? And it's sort of like, <laughs> A double date, and then are we also inviting our friends? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. do y'all have a bunch of group what, chats? sleeping arrangements? We do, oh we do. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. We have one like just the three of us, uh -huh. and then we have one that includes the rest of the polycule, like Emily's partners, uh -huh. and then um, Rachel's really good friend who's platonic but really involved too, and like engaged yes. and like. Uh -huh. part but then, of us. do y'all ever need private moments? Oh yeah, for oh, sure. With each other, yeah, each other for sure. Like what still happens, of course, is like. So um, lately we've been talking a lot about our attachment systems. Y'all know about attachment systems and attachment no. styles? No. Oh, okay. I think I read something about that, but I don't, I don't yes. know. So, I so know. we all need to be reading all kinds of stuff about it because it's driving <laughs> us and it's the survival system that puts you into fight, flight, or freeze mode. Mm -hmm. And it comes up all the time now in our social relationships. And so, yes, we're constantly managing jealousies or insecurities or concerns or fears, just like anxieties and stuff, and having to talk through like what's coming up for each of us. And you spend a lot of time managing all that like things you know even though we do talk a lot and we calendar a lot and we do all those things like feelings still happen so you have to right. talk about them and like figure it out and be respectful and like kind for each other while also like you know navigating like usually new territories like for us it's all new like mm -hmm. Emily hadn't been in a relationship in this level before I'd never had more than one girlfriend at a time because it hadn't worked out very well previously and mm -hmm. so it's all new stuff and then new stuff seems to come up like every day yeah I mean I've identified as polyamorous since 1998. Oh, wow. You've been in the game. And still new things <laughs> come up for me. Yeah. And still there are new feelings and new experiences and new situations that I'm in mm -hmm. that push my growth edges and push mm -hmm. me in a place of continuing to develop. So it is really a path for like Grow. really deep introspection and yeah. lifelong learning. And I think once you get that into the core of who you are, mm -hmm. the intimacy that then you can share with another person grows exponentially. And so then you really get kind of like soul touching levels of intimacy and sex that I don't think you can achieve until you know yourself at that level. Yeah. So sex. Let's talk about that for a moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you might stuff. like a nice segment there. <laughs> we all like sex. So I am curious to know, like when sex happens between the three of you, <clears throat> is it ever between the three of you? Or is that not what's happening? Like I'm wondering, do Rachel and what do you like to be called? Emily. It's Emily, fine. do Thank you guys you. ever interact with each other or is that a no-go? We have not interacted no. mm -hmm. um, as of yet. And um, a lot of it for me is having to acknowledge what comes up for me when I am having intimate relationships with someone mm -hmm. um, and wanting to have like a very relational, like 
Connection with Connection Magali. Connection with Magali. And, and you don't um, want to share that in a, like a seeing it way. Well, not that I don't want to share it because I do share it. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. you know, Magali and Rachel have their own, you know, intimate time. And Magali and I have ours. And I also have my intimate time with Candy and Frankie, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's just me trying to balance, like, I have a lot of, like, sexual trauma, and oh. so, like, trying to navigate through all of those emotions, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff comes up for me. So, like, feeling, having a lot of feelings during sexual relations mm-hmm. is is going to bound, is bound to happen. So, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of where it's at for me, and I love Rachel, and I love being her metamor, which is one of the terms, polyamorous terms, is, uh-huh. you know, your partner's partner is your metamor. Okay. Um, and learning from Rachel we call Rachel she's our resident poly life coach because she's been <laughs> in the game for so long yeah um so learning from her and growing with her and seeing her almost every day has been amazing so but we have not been intimate yet and um I think a lot of it comes from me feeling guarded and but even if it never develops between us exactly. I don't think that discounts the like friendship intimacy that you and I share and the fact that there's a level of intimacy when you share a lover in common that is just not something you're coached on in sex ed. Like how did you learn about that though and how did you like learn to be able to coach them I think well just experience? My first non-monogamous relationships were in high school. Oh. So I came out and started dating girls in my class when I was 13 years old. Okay. So then by the time I was in high school, I had been out for a while. Yeah. And most of the other girls who were willing to date girls had boyfriends. Mm. So most so of the... So did you have to sneak around a lot with A them? little bit, So yeah. they weren't really about that life, that's what you're saying. Not yet. So we were in high school, you know, and they had their Scared. boyfriend on the football team or whatever, and then they'd have sleepovers and invite me over and you know like there's only room for me and her in the bed and everybody else is on the floor whatever would happen Mm -hmm. um so those were my first experiences in non-monogamy essentially but it wasn't particularly ethical right because that boyfriend didn't know or I would have got my ass beat and like (laughs) dang you know it was rural central like central Florida so yeah yeah it's real deep redneck country and lots of four-wheelers and like 4-H club mixers yeah so (laughs) it was a very like fine line to walk and um but it also kind of developed for me pretty early on that I didn't need monogamy as a basis for a relationship Mm -hmm. and starting from that premise so early in life really kind of put me in a place of by the time I was 20 21 monogamy just didn't seem normal to you. Didn't seem normal to me anymore. Like, and it didn't seem necessary either. <laughs> right. Like, why would you be limiting yourself in that way? You don't mm-hmm. you don't have to do that. Why would you? Kiki, what I do mean, you think about monogamy? Like, have you ever thought about it in a way where you're like, do I really just want to be with one person? Yeah, I definitely have. Me too. Um, especially in recent years. I think I've just allowed myself to be more open minded and stop thinking that just because my super southern family has taught me that this is how it should be. Oh, I've yeah. already done a lot of things that they would be so like <laughs> They might have a heart attack. What? Yes, I might put some people in the grave. And that's why I tell my family, don't listen, so turn it off. But um yeah, I've considered it. And I don't think I do think that it's something that I could seriously do. Because I've said jokingly, but I'm serious, 
that I'm kind of fickle at times. And sometimes I want a lot of me time or maybe I don't really mind sharing you with somebody else. And I kind of want something else from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like it's not even just about allowing this other person to have other relationships. Sometimes it's like, okay, well, I think you're great, but I'm missing something. And I'd rather be able to be open and honest with whoever I'm in a relationship with and let them know, hey, I want to date other people or have another relationship Mm -hmm. than to lie to them and cheat and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that would be, I, I feel it would be hard for me to find, but... I mean, that's okay. I just think more people should be open to just being really honest. I am just, Mm -hmm. I'm going through a breakup. I keep saying going through a breakup (gasps) because it's hard to say like we're actually broken up because we've been together for so long. But some of the issues that we were dealing with was about like me expressing what I really want. I I feel like when I turned 30, I just had like this sense of like, I need what I want and that's just what I need. So it's like we're either going to get with it or not. And I don't think anything is wrong with that. Like if that's what you really want. But then when you're in a relationship, with somebody and they're making you feel like something's wrong with it then it's like okay something's wrong with us together because it's not fair that I have to sit here and like almost like settle for whatever my sexual appetite appetite wants and it's just not fair and so mm-hmm. I'm learning now that like that's I'm not I don't know if I would be in a polyamorous relationship because I don't know if I could handle it but it did make me start to question things like yeah you should be able to have what you want everybody absolutely yeah, yeah. growing and up what you need yeah in like high school I got the reputation early on is like being fickle mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like they're like oh don't you know don't even mess with emily she's fickle whatever <laughs> yeah and so people are like, you a libra I'm, no i'm sagittarius oh, okay so, <laughs> so she's like, she's like no, no. no oh my god no, 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 no. but no libra i'm no my my moon is in libra hey girl so yeah i totally get that so it's a lot of Mine you know too. like i was labeled as fickle and then in mm-hmm. college where i didn't have sex at all in college oh wow not a single time Wow, um, I had a lot of sex in college. Uh, I was labeled a slut. <laughs> what? And you yeah. weren't even having sex? I wasn't having sex. Were you having oral was... sex? Well, no. Okay. No, I wasn't. I was very much, I went to a, a, a Baptist college. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, not that that like had a much effect on me. It did in a lot of ways because I grew up Southern and like shame surrounds like my queer identity and like my sexual freedom. Totally so, understand. Yes. I'm from but a Baptist family. a lot of, I, I would like to go to parties and get drunk and make out with everyone. And that's like me. And that's been a thing since I've like, you know, started drinking at the age of 13. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like in in middle school, like Mm -hmm. I started like sneaking liquor from my parents' liquor cabinets and like getting girls to come over and like drink and make out with me. (laughs) You were ready. Yeah. Right. And girls and guys. Let's be real. Um, So in college, I was doing that, too. And, you know, people were like, oh, well, you know, Emily's a slut and she's easy. So if you want to like like message her like some guy like messaged me one time and he was like hey do you want to come over and watch a movie and I was like not really no and he was like oh well you have a reputation and I was like what do you mean what oh so they were trying to Netflix (laughs) and chill way back then that is like some movie I just saw where the girl got a reputation like that I mean that's pretty much every high school movie I'm glad that I'm old enough that you had to like call on my house phone in order to talk to me <laughs> I miss that. I'm on a landline. Yeah. Like there yes. are no more landlines. Like I just want a landline just to say I have one. Like, I know. Yeah. But did y'all's parents random? But did y'all's parents ever eavesdrop on the calls when they were calling? Oh, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. My oh, mom yeah. used to fall asleep sometimes, <laughs> and so I would hear her on the phone, and I'd be like, "Mom," she would be like snoring on the yes. phone, <laughs> and I'm like, "Why 
why did you do that? Or she would like That's call. a good ass parent. That's why. <laughs> she was no, being my house. house. And I was being good though. And I was just like, I'm not the one you need to watch. <laughs> <laughs> my mom did eavesdrop on me on me on the phone, but she heard me talking to my girlfriend at the time and then I got kicked out of the house. Oh, um, and so I got kicked out of the house a lot actually in high school for being queer. And have, at you, times ever, Rachel, have you ever been with a man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Has uh, everyone been with a man? Magali? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do, mm-hmm. Everybody has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do y'all ever? Do you well, you don't preference because sometimes you still are dabbling in that. Well, she has a relationship with, with a couple. With, yeah, with, with Frankie. Frankie. So yeah. That's not a dabble. Yes. yeah so I have Frankie and um you know Frankie's queer so it's it's great I like I prefer to date queer people um men and women yeah yeah so as long as I identify as like some level of queer like Mm -hmm. if you're bisexual trans you know non-binary whatever it may be why why do you prefer that um because of the mindset that comes along with it a lot of it has to do with that a lot of um you know straight men don't necessarily understand like my relationship styles you know like the fact that I like to date whoever I feel attracted to Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't come down to like what kind of genitalia you have Mm -hmm. attached to your body like it comes down to who you are as a person Mm -hmm. so um and that's just the heteronormative you know mindset is very much like oh well men date women and women Mm -hmm. date men and I this just feel like everyone is vegan. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not. Uh, is everyone vegan? No. Okay. Just me. <laughs> Emily just made me think about everything in a really bright light, and I was like, they're vegans. No. Because the way that you're, I just feel like everyone has such a beautiful mind, and I really do love it. Like, it's just like this, yo, I just love this I feel way like of We love thinking. animals, but I'm the only vegan in yes. our entire polycule, I think. I'm the opposite and I think like my rule is that I don't eat anything I wouldn't be willing to kill myself or that I haven't killed myself uh-huh yeah. do you like to go She's hunting badass. so I've been hunting it's been uh-huh. a while um my grandfather uh was a hunter and so I would help him with whatever wow. he brought back my grandmother raised a lot of animals uh-huh. my family's from South America okay so Which part? Guyana Oh. Okay. And so I was actually the first person in my family born in the U.S. Wow. And so my grandmother keeping chickens and goats and ducks in the backyard. and Y'all were like, we got to eat. Yeah. And th- that's curry. That's going in the pot. <laughs> yeah. So you better help me kill <laughs> these ducks. So for real, like, or, you need to, or you won't eat. Or, or you're, you're not, not going to eat. eat. I'm not get it. I just, <laughs> I just was assuming that everyone was being just like, I just love the way that people who eat think. me can be nice too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's true. And it is a very one love like type of mindset for yeah. sure. But My I mom still that. keeps like multiple machetes stashed throughout the house in case anything edible should show up in her yard. <laughs> She's ready. She's okay. ready. Okay. Yeah. So like speaking games. of like family, because that is one of our questions that's on here. Let's talk about like meeting the family and just like I kind of want to like delve into in, before we get into like meeting the family as a thruple. I want to kind of like individually know what everybody's family kind of thought of this lifestyle. So let we'll start with Rachel. Sure. Um. <clears throat> My parents have, you know, been through multiple marriages, each of them. And so mm-hmm. to some extent, they're like, OK, if that's what works for you, whatever. And then I think as time has passed and they've learned more about it by having more exposure to it and more familiarity with it, um, it's become sort of a non-issue for my dad. And my mom has become increasingly fascinated by it. In a good way. In a good way, where she's like, oh, it's good that you have lots of people in your life um, to give you love and support. And 
I feel like some people could low key be jealous because I'm sitting here like, like I'm trying to have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. Do you think? What do you think your family would say? They would be confused as fuck. I'm not gonna lie, they would. They would be like, what? Huh? Are y'all gonna have kids? Like they would, they my mom would just be concerned about if we have kids, what's gonna happen. But like my mom, they're not like super judgy to where they would be like, we're not gonna talk to you no more. We're cutting you out. You can't come to Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I'm coming, even if you say I can't. <laughs> I think my family, they would not um, cut me off or anything like that. But they would make so many jokes. I would be so scared <laughs> to bring my partners home. Because I'm just like, you guys, please understand my family's ignorance and their <sighs> sense of humor is not a reflection of me. I did grow up in this. I don't want to subject you to the ridicule that may come <laughs> because they're crazy. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm more nervous about bringing an old ass man home because I did really? tell my mom, mom, the next man I date, he's probably gonna be old as shit. I don't want to. I no think judgment. that's what they expect. And so they're just waiting for the day. And I'm like, I'm not bringing anybody home unless we're like getting married. I my parents expect me from like an athlete home that is going to be so like, looks like he matches me, but it's going to uh-huh. be the total opposite. He's going to be old as shit. He's going to have a, a, a little like, he's going to have the thing in his nose. What thing? The <laughs> little oxygen tank? Medina. Okay. Okay. Like, everybody's everybody's okay. debt's paid though. What's up? <laughs> Back to you guys. Back to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, so I am first generation Cuban American, and um, I'm really lucky because my mom came to this country for freedom and justice and liberty, and feels really appreciative that she got to be here and have us here. And so I can talk to her about anything. When I told her the first time that I dated Rachel about um, being poly, even then she was like, "Okay, whatever, Mija, that's great, good for you. I love Rachel." Um, and so this more recent time, she was more supportive, and um, I don't. I don't worry about most of my family. Like my mom is really the only person that I care about and I, that I give any sort of power to and in her opinion. And she's super supportive and loves Rachel and loves Emily has met her too. And it's just like on a hundred percent support of me, no matter what I do. And so tomorrow Mm -hmm. I could tell her that I killed someone and she'd be like, great. I'm sure you had a good reason. And do you need any help? Like doing something with the body? What can I do for you? Because I will. Oh, that's people. really nice. Yeah. My mom would definitely like, my mom. tell. My mom would yeah. like, hang up the phone. My mom would be like, I love you. I don't you think she would tell. Told me but she's going to hang up the phone. I got to do yeah. what's right. Yeah. And you're going to prison. No. So my yeah. mom will Take testify. your weave out and get ready. Mm-hmm. Your mom Emily. would be super supportive. My mom would be yeah. like, oh, do you want to hide your bodies in the same place I hide mine? <laughs> Y'all got some good ass mamas. Those are some ride or die mamas. So far, no one has said anything about a dad. Well, so my dad passed away before I got to talk to him about being poly. Okay. Um, but I think, um, you know, I don't care. So okay. like, I don't, he might have had judgments about it. He wasn't mm. as, you know, as accepting necessarily supportive sometimes. But, like, I do what I want in my family. So okay. just my dad's know. just super chill about it. Like, he just shrugged his shoulders and was like, okay. It's <laughs> a dad move. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like when I came out as being gay and he was like, I was really young still. And he was like, well, how do you know you like girls? I'm like, I just do. He's like, well, have you had sex with a girl yet? And I was like, no. Uh-huh. He's like, well, then how are you sure? And I was like, didn't know you know that you wanted to have sex with a girl before you had sex with a girl? And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay then. It's the same thing. <laughs> That's how I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Emmy. Yeah. So Emily. Um. So uh, again, I grew up very um, traditionally Southern. Grew up in the where, church. Which mm-hmm. part? Where are you from? Um. So I'm. I grew up in McDonough. Uh-huh. Uh, my parents are from Augusta and like South Georgia. Oh, so you got them real country. So yeah, my mom grew up in a church where they like yell at you. You know, oh. like the, the pastor has like a red face and like has to have a pitcher of water next to him because he's yelling at you and that you're gonna go to hell if you don't, you know, do this thing. Right. Um. So 
it was very instilled in my mom and like my parents in general that you fought with the Bible and, you know, adultery is like the biggest sin that you can commit. And um, so I'm not technically out as like polyamorous to my family. I'm out as queer. And that's been a process for them. Um, mm. My younger brother is queer as well. So um, what is the difference <laughs> between queer and gay? Because I noticed that you are saying queer and not like gay or lesbian. Is there a difference or is your, that's just your preference? Yeah. Um, I think there is a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Queer is an umbrella term. That encompasses gay, lesbian, and all the other combinations, sort of. It just means, in my mind at least, it means, like, not hetero. For me, the reason that I identify as queer is because it's the only sexual identity that doesn't tell you anything about my partner. It only tells you about me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't tell you the sex, gender, or orientation of anybody I am involved with. It only identifies me. As bisexual, that's telling you that the genders of my partner are going two directions. If Mm -hmm. I tell you I'm homosexual or gay or lesbian, that's telling you that it's the same sex as me. Like it always puts me in a position of relating to somebody else in order to have an identity. And I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I don't appreciate that. So I like queer both because I have had partners of all gender variations and also because it's only about me. But I'll still hashtag gay shit, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? When Mandy was on, she was saying that she used to say that she was bisexual, but now she considers herself queer. And she was saying that she feels that way because while she likes to have sex with both men and women, with women, it's just a sex thing. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want a relationship with a woman. So she was like, I don't really feel like I want that from both parties mm-hmm. so I, she said that she considers yeah. herself queer and i was like hmm, okay i can see that okay. i get that i never knew the difference and i'm glad that now i just got taught <laughs> <laughs> learn something new every day yeah. right yeah. All encompassing <clears throat> queerness so Megali, do you feel like you have to obviously these are two totally different human beings they like different things i was wondering okay date night i know personally when i go on dates with people male or female um, I like different things. Like I like to go out on different types of, I'm not going to be like the next girl that you just took on a date. I'm, I'm a super <laughs> different type of woman. So right. you have two women at the same damn time. Yeah. Do you have to take Rachel on different types of dates and Emily on di- Like what is date night like for you? <laughs> yeah, it varies. I mean, I, I think, um, in general, it's great to focus on your audience. And so absolutely, I think it helps like Rachel and Emily both identify as femme and have a lot of like overlap in their interest. And so Mm -hmm. Rachel loves to go to a burlesque show too. Um, And we often go together to see Emily perform. But yeah, I try to on date nights to do specific things that are special to us or that are specific about what we're doing that night. But, you know, I think there isn't, I don't feel the pressure either on date nights. Like sometimes our date night is just like staying in and watching TV and like getting laundry done. And that Mm -hmm. feels like really accomplished. Yeah, the other night. (laughs) Who does the laundry? We all, um, do. we all do. Do y'all all live together? No. no. <laughs> I knew that. Why did I ask that? I knew yet. that. Um, the people want to know. That is in the future. Um, so, yeah, I the, I think <laughs> the focus isn't on, like, oh, having to meet some expectation for either one of them. It's just, you know, wanting to do something that's connecting and enjoyable and fun for both of us. So, yes, I consider each of them individually, but it's not that hard because they're both wonderful and it's easy. And then we do things I like to do, too. So, yeah. It's fun. In your minds, do any of you have like a limit on how many people you think that you could manage a relationship with just because not because you can't love them, but because of time? Yeah, I think like lots of different relationships find their own sense of equilibrium. Mm-hmm. So if I have a comet partner, 
you know, comments only come around every once in a while. They don't require a lot <laughs> so that's of investment. Basically, yeah. aka a one night stand. Not necessarily. But somebody you see like every once a year, every mm-hmm. you know, like they're in town for a conference. They're here for Frolicon. Oh, they're right. here for like okay, something. I got, you know? I got a couple comments. Wait, what is yeah. Frolicon? Frolicon Ugh, is. Wait, you guys sound fun. Yes. It sounds like you just go. Y'all should host a panel. You do. Wait, let me add this to my notes. So it's over Easter weekend. Oh. And it's if you took all the sex parties out of Dragon Con and put them into their we own conference. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to go frolic. Wait, What's up, frolic <laughs> And they yeah. have a lot of room parties. I always meet Jesus at a room party because <laughs> it's <laughs> Easter weekend. Yeah. The actual Jesus. Lots yeah. of kink, yes. and lots of like queer and yeah. there's like burlesque shows that happen, panels on like I haven't been, but I yeah. just know a lot of people who have gone. I feel like we should uh-huh. go this year. We should you go. should absolutely go. Because <laughs> I need to feel comfortable. And I've I already bought my ticket, so. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm meant to perform this it's year. It's in Atlanta so every we'll year. See. Yeah, it's in downtown. It's at the Sheraton. Oh, no, I'm in that bitch. Like, what's that? Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> they do a lot of stuff at the Sheraton, I've noticed. So the first time I ever saw, yes. The first time I ever saw somebody ride a Sibian oh. machine was at Frolicon. What's a Sibian? Good question. It looks like a saddle kind of or a horse or something, and it's mechanical. And you actually insert it into you. you? Not necessarily. There are different attachments so that you can personalize your experience. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) sometimes the last so last year of Frolicon, I walked into this room party, and on one side of the room there was a naked girl on a bed getting covered in cake, but it was gluten free cake so that everybody could participate. Except for me, because it's probably not vegan. Damn it. <laughs> and then on the other side of the room, where the second bed would normally be, there was a girl riding a Sibian with a with a ball gag in her mouth because she was having such loud levels of pleasure at 2 o'clock in the afternoon that they needed to keep it down, kind of, oh from the other God. hotel guests. Oh. The Sheraton yeah. is about that life. So, and I was there to get a cocktail. <laughs> um, so I go around the naked girl getting covered in cake, say hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm yeah. good. I, I prefer strawberry. Um, and then you move further into the room and you're like, this girl with the ball gag can't say hi, but I'll just wave and then go to the bar, which is on the other side of her. Get my cocktail and then try to step out. You know, without being awkward or interrupting anybody else's experience to go to the next. Okay. Insanely you just put us on to something totally new, Rachel. Like, yes, I'm really. I'm y'all on love Frolicon. Man, I am trying to come and get that. a check. But Frolicon's there's also like money. in the pool, there's women in mermaid tails. Okay. Oh. Really pretty. And it's like people dress up in costumes too. So, like, is everybody. Have y'all heard of the slut box? Yes. No. So I ordered Where the slut box. I'm not going to give them a whole lot of pub, but I'll, I'll post my link. So if y'all want to sign up under my name. But slut box is really cool. And I got my first one over the weekend. So when I got home, I saw it. I had these pretty little pasties. Ooh, they have like glitter pasties. on them. And they nice. gave me a bunch of other stuff. But I'm, I want to try them. And I'm thinking like, what do people wear? To Frolicon, because the girl has on a very, the cartoon, she's got, she looks like Sailor Moon. I'm showing my whole booty. (laughs) Yes. As much or as little as you want. Tattoos. Okay. Yeah. I want a corset. So you could show up just like naked in a cape and a puppy. I have so many corsets that I can like even lend you. Okay. So many. All right, you guys. So this past weekend, I was just at the mall with one of my friends and I was telling him how I get anxiety from being in the mall. I really just don't like being in the mall. You can't see the outside. I don't like shopping inside the mall. I love doing online shopping. So that's why Stitch Fix is perfect for someone like me. 
So Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, accessories to fit your body, your budget, and your lifestyle. Did y'all hear me? Your budget and your lifestyle. Just go to stitchfix, just go to stitchfix.com slash cocktails and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, how much you want to spend on each item, and then they got you. I really like that concept. You can stay on your budget and still shop. Shipping and exchanges are Shipping exchanges and returns are always free. There's no subscription required. I really love that because, you know, when they tell you to sign up and then if you forget to unsubscribe, you mm-hmm. get in charge. They don't even have that issue. There's no subscription required. So get started now at stitchfix.com cocktails and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com cocktails to get started today. Stitchfix.com cocktails. Okay, so how many of you guys out there made New Year's resolutions to lose weight? Did you, Medina? Or to work out? I so I I I wanted to, Uh but then I was just like, let my sister's getting married. So let me just let that be like my goal because I gotta be looking right and tight at the wedding. I feel you. And I decided that I'm going to Greece with some friends later on um, in May. And I'm looking for Uncle Jesse 2.0. So I've got to get it together. I need my nutrition plan together and I need my workout plan together. Gotta get that waist snatched. Right? So um, there's a product out there and it's called Beach Body On Demand. It's an easy to use streaming service. That gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room 24-7. And they also have like nutrition plans and there's a cool app that goes with it. It's really helpful. I absolutely love that you can work out on your own schedule. Mm -hmm. You can do workouts as short as 10 minutes and they don't require extra equipment. So you can really just do your own thing. Like whatever time it takes you to do a workout, you Mm -hmm. can do that in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah, they do have some super short ones on there. And then too like years ago when I used to be in shape you guys I had done insanity and I even Mm. tried p90x now I didn't really make it through p90x and I didn't finish insanity either but even in like the two and a half weeks that I did insanity it was just because I was lazy but I saw results and it was just like amazing so this time I'm gonna try something a little different I feel you I want to do the um, 21 day fix program and I think that it'll be cool because it's 21 days. So I'm not locked into like a long-term thing. It's not as intimidating to mm-hmm. me when I do it that way. So I'm excited about it. I'm going to start it soon. Did you find something you want to do? Um, I'm really interested in all of it because you can access it anywhere and anytime. I think that's so dope. You can, if you have a laptop, you can view it on your computer. You can put it on the TV. You can put it on your tablet. If you have a smartphone, Apple TV, I mean, literally whatever type of device you have, you can pull up your work. There's no excuses. That's what I like about this program. I think it's so cool. And I really want to challenge everybody to go to the Beachbody app or go to the Beachbody website and check it out and find something that you want to do and like let post on Instagram, send us a DM and let us know what you're going to do. And we can all kind of keep each other and do it together um, and check and be accountable for each other you know so right now if you decide to go check out Beachbody On Demand our listeners will get a special free trial membership including their new 14 day results plan where you can lose up to 9 pounds in the first 2 weeks all you have to do is text cocktails to 303030 and they're going to send you a link I 
I'm with it. You ready to start? We starting this week, Kiki? We need, yeah. I'm probably going to start on Wednesday to be for real, for real. All right. Keep me, keep me motivated and keep me in check. I definitely will. When you text cocktails to 303030, you will also get full access to the entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, the result plan to get you super fast results super fast results and support totally free again just text cocktails to 30 30 30 you guys there is a really cool website out there called zola now i have used zola before as like a guest i went to a wedding years ago one of my best friends got married and she set up her registry on zola and i never heard about it and i browsed the website and there's so much stuff on there it's really cool so if any of our listeners out there are thinking about getting married if you're engaged or maybe you're just having a party and you want to register and you maybe have a honeymoon coming up whatever it is anything that you would need a registry for Zola is the place to go. There are 500,000 couples who've actually used Zola and it totally takes the stress out of wedding planning. You get free wedding websites, you get your dream wedding registry, and it's also affordable and you can get save the dates and invitations that are super affordable as well. And they have easy to use planning tools for planning that big day. You start with a free wedding website. It's so easy and it only takes a few minutes to set up. They have over a hundred beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that should fit any couple style and every type of wedding there is an FAQ section that um, answers all the questions for your guests so they make sure that you put that in there you know sometimes people think that you can just bring as many people as you want to a Mm -hmm. wedding and you absolutely Mm -hmm. cannot so you can let them know hey if you don't have a plus one on your invite don't bring a plus one that sort of thing and I definitely remember seeing that on the wedding website so anyway after you start with your free website then you will um, register for your newlywed life and the Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points there's something for every guest to give guests love free shipping and returns price matching and more which is all available on Zola you can also set it up to where guests can just you know give you something on your honeymoon Mm -hmm. and you don't have to worry about any of the rest of that so make sure you guys head to zola.com slash cocktails and you'll get $50 off your registry on Zola remember that's zola.com slash cocktails Zola is Z-O-L-A dot com slash cocktails. Emily, I'm trying to do a burlesque show, but I'm not. Come, come, come. Come, come, come. I also teach burlesque. Yes. So when do you do that? Bakery, right? Yeah. Well, it's not the bakery anymore. I'm trying to get a monthly class going there eventually. I need to come because I want to learn and I want to do it because I just love how free everybody is. Yeah. That shit is sexy as fuck. It's so fun. My class is on Fridays at 730 in East Atlanta Village at Metropolitan Studios. Fridays. Um, Is it every Friday? Every Friday. Friday, every mm-hmm. Friday at 7.30. So you can get a little sexy in the burlesque class and then mm-hmm. go out on the town right after. So you okay. already feel sexy and confident and empowered. She's See, also available for like separate. I want to get my I'm also my available for private lessons. Oh. Also available for private lessons. Did y'all hear I, that? Okay. <laughs> I can't <laughs> come this Friday because I'm going out of town and um, probably going to... Yeah, have fun. But, you like? but the next <laughs> time, I'm planning on a good time. But the next week, bitch, we need to go and have a burlesque. I'll go. So I just Y'all should come. Like, I'm I about to just... check Southwest. Madison really wants to see a burlesque show. That's come. my little sister. She's I went to her yes. birthday show, and she want. I think yeah. she would enjoy. Lying. My life yeah. was nice changed. Like, I was Is your like... sister in Atlanta? No, she's in Houston. But oh, Southwest okay. always has these fifty-one dollar flights. Yeah. So. I can also like. There's. I mean, I don't know about Houston for. 
specifics, but I know Texas has burlesque for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they had I'm a burlesque um, like festival mm-hmm. this oh, past the Texas, weekend. Oh, Texas has a queer burlesque festival too. Oh, really? I don't know where in, in, that, in Texas that happens specifically. I think it's Austin, but... Probably Austin. They're the yeah. most open, I would say. Yeah. All right. <laughs> before we move on to Indecisive Diane and Vice and cocktails and all that good stuff, I wanted to talk about jealousy because I feel like as women... A lot of times we don't want to, I am like, me and Do you and think Kiki, you're super jealous? We're honest as shit. I'm not super jealous, but oh, I still have I jealous am. moments. Mm-hmm. I'm not the type of jealous w- person or woman where like, if I'm t- somebody asked me today, like, okay, if you're talking to a new guy, do you get upset if he is like super sweet to you and doing romantic shit to you, but he's still talking to somebody else? And in my mind right now, where I'm at now, I don't get upset because if we just started talking... I know you probably have other shit going on. Nigga, I have a whole roster. Like, so it's not like I don't really, I'm not, I can't really get mad at you because I have a team. So mm-hmm. I can't get mad at you. So my jealousy has started to not really play a part, but sometimes it still does with women. So I want to know, like, with you two, with Rachel and Emily, do you guys ever clash and have, like, jealous moments with each other? Like, well, no, I want Magali, or I'm getting her, or no, I'm doing this. Like, my jealous moments aren't focused at Emily. They're they're more conversations I have with Megali. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm feeling some kind of way. I'm going to talk to you about it. Hopefully we can come to some understanding or you'll feel like you understand but me. But what is the jealousy to... about? Oh, just insecurities, of course. Yeah, like For me, jealousy is always yeah, yeah rooted in like, you don't think I'm hot anymore. Mm. Pouty face or like, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not interesting anymore or whatever mm-hmm. like you know just that normal stuff where you start that women do and yeah. sometimes we create it in our own mind it's not even oh, real always always <laughs> what are you talking about yeah. yeah insecurities are definitely about what's in your head yeah right. and that you know ignites your jealousy and I have this conversation a lot with the girls that I go to school with because they mm-hmm. always have a lot of questions for me mm-hmm. about like my relationships I and bet yeah so because which I would be in your room every day like what's going on now yeah, yeah. 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 and it's great and I love it I love that they're so interested and I want to let them know like your jealousy that you feel towards the relationships you're having are stemmed from yourself you know Mm -hmm. the fact that you're not doing the things that you feel like you need to do or the things that you would like to do Um, and for me a lot of it is like I am performance oriented you Mm -hmm. know like I love being center of attention and Mm -hmm. so uh, when I don't feel that way and it's gotten so much better these like past few years about me allowing everyone to have their like time to shine and it's kind of what I've readjusted my thinking to be like Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to have my my time to shine but also allowing everyone else to have their their time to like be who they are and love and be brilliant on stage or however they want to be brilliant and letting them have that space to do that Mm -hmm. um so it's always when I when I start feeling jealous or feeling insecure I'm thinking next immediately why do I feel that way? Mm-hmm. And how can I address this in a way that makes sense, that is cohesive, that I can communicate in, to my partners so that we can work together to overcome it? Mm-hmm. So that we don't have to like go down this spiral of like, well, you don't love me, you like hate me now, and you think I'm dumb or mm-hmm. unattractive and or now whatever. I'm sitting in the bathtub listening to Beyonce music, crying. <laughs> well, you still have those Mary moments. J. Those moments don't ever go away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's that's just a Thursday night. <laughs> me and Beyonce in a, <laughs> a bath bomb. But there's different levels of Beyonce. There like, are. When I say like happy. the sad 
love when Beyonce. Yeah. It's like I am in when a you have resentment on repeat. Somebody has and made me feel ugly. And you play irreplaceable because you're feeling better. Like, you but then you go back to best thing I never had, and it's just like I want to feel good, but I'm still crying. But then what you play lemonade, and you're like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, and then it's just like, like hold up. Yeah, I don't love you like. And I'm about to bust your shit up. Okay, with that bad. Okay, it can go either way with me. Like, like what? Like I love her. She's so versatile. I just always like to touch on like real emotion. Uh, even though all of the, our emotions are real, mm-hmm. I want to talk about things that people don't really want to talk about. Kiki yeah. and I do that mm-hmm. a lot. Jealousy is hard to address. Yeah, you get jealous, especially about shit. with the people sitting right there next to you. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like y'all are all here together. Oh yeah, yeah but we know. Back yeah. Like- yeah, and I've never really <laughs> felt so intensely jealous of anyone where I like want to hurt them, hurt them, or like fight them. That's or, good. You know, like feel very strong emotions towards it. If, if, mm-hmm. it, if I'm jealous of someone's like accomplishments or whatever they're doing, it's because they've worked for it and mm-hmm. like because they have like a reason behind what they're doing. Um, and I've always kind of acknowledged that. Mm-hmm. So I... I think that's a dope way to think because jealousy is a real emotion. We like to try to act like it's not. I hate when I see like posts on Instagram about like stop being, don't be jealous of your friends. The shit happens. You get jealous. Even if it's not like an intimate or sexual relationship, mm-hmm. it could be a friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think you people get say that too though to encourage you not to like act on your jealousy and turn it around on yourself and figure out what that, is it is. But then so. you also need to like be honest and think about when I'm jealous, like I'm not trying to hear that shit like i i gotta like <laughs> think like talk myself through it in a in a normal way i gotta live through what's the jealousy. your normal way my normal way is like there have been moments when i've been jealous of you where it's like you got so much <laughs> shit going on uh-huh. and i have to check myself and be like i'm actually happy for kiki like i uh-huh. have to but i have to let myself go through the motions it's not gonna be like somebody tells me how i need to react and no bitch i gotta go through it how i gotta go through it uh-huh you, you there was like a moment in our relationship, in our work relationship, where it was like there was a lot going on for you. And I was like, dang, there's nothing going on for me. And then I had to like let you live through your through your success and then mm. be like, I'm actually really happy for Kiki. Well, thank you. Like, and it made me look at the underlying issues that we had. It had nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. it's just like sometimes you got to just like go but that's through what the I'm jealousy saying. moments. It's OK to do that. And I think yes. people just tell you don't. Don't be jealous. They don't really, I don't think they mean that. I think they mean don't stay in that space. Don't stay in that space, but you have to feel it because you need you can to feel it, you but gotta don't learn stay there. From don't it. harbor on it so that you can figure out, like you said, you got through it however you got through it. And Absolutely. lots of people do, and some people don't. And some people stay in that jealous feeling and they act on it and they act in their anger or their jealousy or whatever it is. And sometimes it turns into envy and it can just be bad, you know? So it's like, okay, you can be jealous. But check yourself and don't check do anything. Yourself. And remember, these are your feelings Before and it's not about the other person. Yourself. That's a real That's what I think about it. Yeah, and in our relationship, jealousy is just a great way to figure out like what's going on for you and where it's coming from. Like I think part of the problem is we think of jealousy as such a negative emotion. And it's not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, right? It's, it's just real. emotion it like any other. And it's come from yourself. somewhere. And then in the relationship, you just want to know why and what can be done about it. And you redirect mm-hmm. it. So like, if I tell Rachel I'm taking Emily to do something that's going to be fun for us, and she rolls her eyes. Yeah, she might feel like, oh, that's. I feel jealous that you guys are going to do that. Uh-huh. And we can focus on, like, well, you feel jealous about it. Or she can say instead, like, oh, I'd really like to go do that sometime with you, too. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she does, right? And, of course, I want to take her to do that thing, too. And it can just, it's just a sign And most sign of the time of it's us else. doing the thing together, the three right. of us. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, Valentine's Day is a great example, right? Like, how oh. do you work Valentine's Day? How, how do you? When you have more than one well, letter, tell right? you. Like, how are y'all gets doing Valentine's Day? So for this year, actually, Emily's working. I'll be performing. She's performing. Valentine's She's a show. Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So that kind of, you know. Yeah. A dad's garage. Yeah. You oh, check at it out. the end, we'll give you a moment to plug. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying, I want to come. <laughs> so we're all going to go to the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do individual date nights sometime during that week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we still get to feel prioritized and special and like we have our one-on-one time. And then on the night of Valentine's itself, then we both get to be there for Emily. We both get to be there in the audience and to like cheer her on and clap for her. And like. And, and I love having, I prefer to have McGalley and Rachel there. When I went to your mm-hmm. show, they were both there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's because dope. selling and raffle tickets. Yeah, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel um, runs Fem, Fem Mafia. I won a, a raffle and I lost my tarot, my free tarot card reading. Oh, I can hook you up with her. Yeah. I can hook you up with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I lost it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you connected. Well, actually, Erin won, but she didn't want to go. She gave it to me, and I lost. <laughs> it. I'll, I'll get you connected, go. girl. Okay. I'll get you connected. Thank you. But even <laughs> monogamous relationships, I had a lot of monogamous relationships. I dealt uh-huh. with a lot of jealousy from my partner with my platonic relationships, and mm. I had. And to be honest, some of those platonic relationships were ex-girlfriends, but whatever, that's fine. Things have changed. <laughs> and with my current partner, I had to figure out like, okay, you're not jealous because it's a romantic thing, obviously, like it's just because of time and attention. Uh-huh. So then how can we redirect this energy, which isn't bad energy. It just means like, hey, I'm wanting to have your attention too, or I'm wanting to have that experience with you too, or that experience sounds fun to me. And you have to figure out where it's coming from. Do you feel like you're less than the other person? Do you think you're going to lose that person? And that's hard to address. It is. I will yeah. say, like, that is about. something that, like, I recently this year have started seeing a therapist. And some of the things that we have to address, they are very hard to really be like, okay, bitch, no, you trying to blame everybody else. Yeah. But let's go ahead and look at what is bothering you. It's What's, hard. It's, it's hard you. to look that at yourself and say. It's hard. Like, you have those hard truths with oh yourself. I sit in the mirror. With my shower cap on, <laughs> while I'm already wet and crying anyway, so yeah. it's like, okay, we can dry all together, and I will really cry, and I just have to tell myself certain things, and it's just like, you know what? But this was you before you said this, and now you know it, and you can make a change. Mm-hmm. Exactly, make a change. Now yeah. I have to repeat myself. Oh, yeah, for sure. Times, years. You repeat days, it. days, weeks, months. Yeah. yeah, but. Yeah, exactly. Because you're also so programmed. Like, you're programmed we to feel jealousy. Programmed. I get so yeah. jealous. You don't love somebody, right? Like, right. how can mm-hmm. you love somebody if you're not jealous when they talk to somebody else? Mm-hmm. We're told that. Like, that's I, how they I, mean, I, when I, was, I went to go get yeah. waxed today because I have yes. um, a little appointment this weekend. Okay. And so I was like, let me get myself together. You did that early, though. I commend you on that. Like, people do it just like the day of. Oh, like, that's no, not. Then you get bumps on time. Yeah, I was like, I got a For 20 to 48 hours. Exactly. The, 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 esthetician in the, Emily right the there. girl I was telling the girl like my situation and the questions that she was asking me and since Kiki and I have been doing this show I have my mind is starting to my I've already had an open mind but like it's starting to open even more because mm-hmm. we get letters and I'm like I've never thought about pegging a man but we get we hear about it <laughs> so much that now I'm like do I want to peg you? Like, <laughs> I think you should try it. I think you may try it. Do it. I think I need to try it. But like the girl was asking me questions about like m- the situation that I'm getting into and it was just like the way that we're programmed I'm not really sure that I'm okay with it. Like yeah. she was like oh have you asked him if he's talking to anybody else? And I was like no because I really don't care. I'm not worried about that. But she started to make me feel worried about it. And I was like, well, bitch. Your I'm esthetician not- said that to you? Yeah. Oh. But I really want she oh. that was to go see Jenny at Sweet Peas. You gotta That's come see me. She's oh, you're an esthetician come too? See me. Yeah, yes. I'll get wax. Yeah, yes. girl. Brit, can you do yeah. your booty? Yeah, I'll get your booty home. 
You gotta get all the way in. All the way in. I need it all going. Like, I'll be, be, be about to cry. Me and my esthetician talk for a long time because I do the full body wax. <laughs> we be having yeah. hour long conversations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you have a whole, like, they know your whole life. You just right? die that day. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's up? It's a very intimate relationship. It yeah. is. I mean, it's it's minded, you know? But it's still a non-monogamous relationship because you share that waxer with many other people. It's many true. other people. So many people. <laughs> See many other booty holes in yeah. the day. I've seen so yeah. many vaginas, and I'm like just not finishing school. Do they all so. look different? They do, yeah. Yes. Wow. They do, yeah. It's very interesting, and I see a lot of like different um, age ranges mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. them too, like more so than I would if I was like being intimate with ones. So, oh, <laughs> that is true. Is that your target range? You're saying no, <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it is. It's cool because you get like all these like midtown moms coming in. And, uh-huh. You know, it's like, oh, you're getting a, you're getting a wax. That's great. <laughs> Good for you. Get Good it, girl. Mom. Yes, mom. Get your, get How old your, are your kids? Oh, they're college. Yes. Back. <laughs> Emily, I just have to say this because I keep looking at your lips. I love the shape of your lips. <laughs> yes. Same. Same. <laughs> like they're like it's like a like. I have a perfect Cupid's bow. Yes. But you're I like trained cherub. myself. Like Thank you're a, you. A yeah. You trained Thank yourself? You. Um, yeah, well, when I was, like, littler, What do you do? Because I draw mine on. I draw mine on, too. But I think when I was, like, growing up and dancing, I had to, like, make one, you know? Like, make it. Like, draw it on mm-hmm. when I was in elementary school. And then when I got older and I was doing my makeup for shows, I was like, oh, this is, like, a thing now. I actually have one. And I honestly, I don't know if it's, like, a thing. It's a fact that you can, like draw and like permanently change your lip line you can't i i don't know about that but Emily, i don't know either i, I don't draw know mine either, on, but i wish right hard now, enough and the lord on. hath blessed me with the cupid's bow <laughs> i know i'll tell I'm you what i go down lord, to the med spa intervention. <laughs> i'm about to get my lip injections and i'm gonna just tell them shape them and just like that because i don't have a top lip. but when i do perform i go i over exaggerate like mm-hmm. i cupid's bow the fuck out of my upper lip like it's insane I love it. It's fine. It's so cute. It reminds me of Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. She has like the perfect one. It's so sharp. She does. It is. She funny. has a perfect one. You have a great one too, Kiki. Yeah, I was just about to thank say, you. like, can we all yeah, have a moment for all of right Rihanna's now. perfections? But thank you. Yeah, your Cupid bow is amazing. It is. I didn't thank even know you. it was called a Cupid bow. Yeah, really? your, yeah your upper yeah. lip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That little Cupid's dip. bow. Mm, I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's time to move on to Indecisive Diane before we get to our advice and cocktails. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Okay, Diane. So, what type of date idea do you have for us this week? Hey, ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane. And so let me tell you about this place. I'm not really sure if I'm pronouncing it right. It's called Zoraku Sushi Buckhead. So listen, this place is super intimate. It's super dark. You can go here on a date with your sugar daddy if you don't nobody want, if you don't want nobody to see you. They open at 11, they close at 3, but they open back up at 5 and they close at 10. Go here, look cute, wear your red bottoms. Okay, girl, we don't really need to know what we need to wear because we know how to dress. What's the address? Okay, ladies, so here's the address. It's 265 East Paces Ferry Road, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. So go here, make a reservation, and enjoy yourself. Thanks, girl. No problem, ladies. Bye. Kiki, have you been to Duraku Sushi? 
in Buckhead. There. Yes, I have. It's good. It is so fucking good. Like I was like, and I like the way it looks. I like the. I like how it's dark. You can go mm-hmm. there, be like, he he, not really that cute. <laughs> I've only like, been once, but um, <laughs> I really liked it. And there's another one in Buckhead that's really dark that I like. Is it called Umi, maybe? It's over there by Chops. Yep. Mm-hmm. I yep. really like that one. I went on a date with somebody I did not like, and he was musty. I like But the dark food places. was so yeah. <laughs> good, you guys. I just was so glad that the table he sat on the other side, I, I couldn't smell him. <laughs> <laughs> what a blessing <laughs> <laughs> okay um so now it is time for us to move on to our advice letters i slurred that all the way up um now it's time for us to move on to our advice letters and ladies just know that we want you to give advice so we will read the advice letter give your advice because these bitches really be needing help Give your advice. The men too. And oh, if you guys have questions, remember as always, don't DM us. Send it to our email. The email is cocktails.atl at gmail.com. That's C O C K T A L E S dot ATL at gmail.com. Okay. I'm going to read the one from Alexandra Phipps. Okay. She just sent a few hours ago. Okay. So I know we haven't read it. They check us sometimes when we read the same letter, but we get confused. Okay. Hey, ladies. I don't want to say my name just in case, but you know I'm Adina's girlfriend in Orlando. Oh. Oh, are you? She should know. She said she should know, LOL. But anyway, I love your show. Don't be calling me out. (laughs) I love your show. Literally have me dying laughing at work. Well, I need some advice. So me and my man have been together almost two years. Well, at first we were just fuck buddies. And then shit got (laughs) serious. Well, recently he's he's been going through a lot in his life. And his mind is somewhere else. I say that to say he hasn't fucked me in almost two months. She put that in all caps. Granted, I'm here for him and support him 100%. But I have my needs as a woman. Yes, I have toys, but it's not the same. Should I cheat on his ass? She put a LOL, but she didn't mean that. <laughs> Why do we put that LOL? You know you made it. Eases the situation. It does. Does that mean she's already, done it? she's already done it? Right. You already cheated. Like, is it too late to be okay? She did anything? a baby cheat, and I now mean, she's ready for a full-on real cheat. I mean, a regular cheat. This is how I feel every time I watch a romantic comedy, which is like, why can't you do both? Like, okay, he's busy right now. Just tell him. You be busy. Yeah. I support you being busy. I'm going to go get a little side piece while you're do busy. Do you. Yeah. And I'm going to do me. Right. Or I'm going to get somebody to do me in this case. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm totally with that. I feel like, but th- that goes into like the mindset. He, if I guarantee you, if she tells that dude that, he's going to be mad as shit. Oh, yeah. Even though you're so not giving jealous. her what the fuck she wants and what she needs. No. And you don't want a bitch to go and be cheating on you and being sneaky. You need to let her fuck somebody else because you're not doing it. So you felt that in your soul, huh? I felt that in my... <laughs> you guys fking And that's the thing. Like, he's allowed to not feel interested in sex at the moment if he's, like, he's dealing allowed with that. whatever. But, he but do I to gotta be, be a part of that? No, no, no. no. You don't. You, like, you have that you conversation. Like, and that's a part read. of your, you know, construction in your body that uh-huh. desires intimacy. And if you're not getting that, you should be allowed to have that. 
You should be allowed to have that and you should be allowed to express that. And what I'm learning in life now is that once you express that, even if you don't get the reaction or the answer that you want, that's still a learning lesson because now you see what type of dude you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can figure mm -hmm. out, do you really need to cheat or do you need to break up with Ooh, this ass? heard. Because, right. Yeah. So you my might, advice is don't cheat though, right? Don't, don't cheat. cheat. Don't cheat. Renegotiate your agreement. And Discuss if he can't your agree to the terms, well, right. we have exactly. to separate. Exactly. Bitch, cheat or buy. Cheat or buy. Like, <laughs> that's what Cheater I'm going to say. Or just go to Frolicon. Because we don't know. Yes. I don't know. We don't know. I always like to be like, I don't know what your situation is. Are you with this dude and he is providing and he's paying for everything and you are just using him for that? If that's the case, you need mm. to cheat and make it a good cheat. And I keep just it never want to encourage anybody to cheat. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, it doesn't matter the reasons behind it. It's like, okay, in the end, you know that you don't want to be with this person. So don't prolong it. That's the responsible advice that I'm going to give. That is or, very responsible. But you're also not married and who knows what the fuck he's doing so you might need to spy on him. and if ass. that guy is what? 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 Fucking you. if he's super interested in you and he's like giving you all of these like you know he's paying for your rent or he's paying for whatever mm -hmm. he's probably gonna be okay with you coming to him and saying hey i i need this and he might i mean he might not and you might be fucked but like <laughs> he might also be like, yeah. And either way, you're allowed to do that situation. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I think, okay, so the, we all up. can agree that the first step is be honest. Go to yes. him and tell him, we can this is what I that, need like... or else I'm going to cheat on you. <laughs> say this is what I need. I don't think you have to say I'm going to cheat on you. Right. Because that might right. make him have a different reaction instead of saying, you know what? No I haven't been showing you attention. I haven't been doing these things. Let me go ahead and step up so that you don't have to step out if that's not what he wants. Right. I guess here's my question, and I don't know. It's been a while spent with men, but... Is there a reason why women can't get satisfied just because men don't want to have sex? No, it's because women girl, feel they, we have a fear of <laughs> yeah. like really just being real with a yeah. man. I yeah. don't know why. I still haven't gotten to the bottom of that. I think some women are scared too of the simple things like sex toys. They get intimidated going into the store. They don't yeah. know what to purchase. I'm an That's advocate for me. sex toys. I think everybody should have sex toy multiples. Yes. I'm always yeah. telling people, they y'all keep DMing me about those damn chocolates, and I'm low-key mad that they are not a sponsor of the show because I noticed that they sold out on Amazon. Because of Kiki. And it's like, <laughs> those shits were not what moving. Yeah, what about they literally say sex. They sell them at Insurrection right up yep. the street if oh, y'all want to stop and get some. Oh, um, and okay. I bought I bought mine from Tokyo Valentino, Valentine, okay. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I got the big bar. And it just says sex. They're herbal infused. They have a lot of um, different ingredients in them. And I also tell people, get you some sheet orgasms pills. That helps you get there. Like an quicker. aphrodisiac? Wait, like the, the pills. Chocolates? I have some in my purse. I'll give y'all some if you'd oh, like to try. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have to be a distributor. <laughs> <laughs> I need some this weekend. Can you give me some? Well, I don't know if I can get them that quick, but um, yeah, Kay sent email and she was like, um, if you'd like to be a distributor, I was like, yes, I'm about to be moving uh, sex pills. <laughs> Yeah. Like a drug dealer. Yeah. Anyway, I think okay. that there's lots of ways for you to achieve it on your own, but I get it if you want more. So write us back later and tell us the cocktail that was what happens when your boyfriend finds out please. you cheating. Because and I please. feel like you're gonna take a deal. <laughs> I really I mean, do she think called she called me her whole girlfriend. Okay, so here's the next advice letter. She says she wants to be she wants to remain anonymous. So she says, Hey ladies. First, I just want to say that I just recently discovered your podcast and it has easily become one of my favorites. Thank you. Please make sure you write that in a review. Yes. I've learned so much and you guys are helping me become more comfortable with exploring my sexuality. And props to whoever is behind y'all's editing. Shout out to Kiki because oh, that bitch is the editor. Yes, Kiki. It sets y'all apart. Okay. 
I have been in a relationship for the last five years, married for two, and we Ooh. also share a beautiful baby boy. We just recently, the year of 2018, called it quits due to infidelity multiple Ooh. times on his end. And now I'm a free woman. I've endured a lot, most of which no one should have to go through. So I feel like I deserve, like Mama D, to <laughs> let loose and have fun, right? Well, two months ago, I met a guy. Now I'm a free woman. Oh, wait. I met a guy. He was very cool. And there were still and are no. I'm so sorry. He was very cool. And there were and still are no red flags or bad vibes whenever we hang out. Instant connection. Physical attraction is through the roof. Plus, the sex and head has to be the best I've ever had hands down before we got physical it was very clear that we aren't trying to pursue anything i know i'm fucked up emotionally and i just can't see myself with someone long term for now or so i thought i honestly feel like i need therapy to get myself back into the mindset of dating i'm so glad you were honest about that because bitch i'm feeling like that too i have a kid and i'm damn near 30 so i feel like i have to be careful of who i choose to date because yeah. you, you definitely do Here's the thing. I've been successful at keeping my growing feelings for this guy under wraps, especially because this is all new. But with this recent visit, things have changed. I just couldn't hold it any longer. I started to ask questions like, so do you see me around long term? And how do you feel about me? Okay, bitch. Okay, okay. so you sprung and you about to ruin it. I'm just about to say that. Okay, shit like that, which is instantly regretting, which is instantly regretted asking. And she put that little emoji where the girl's grabbing her head. <laughs> I'm I not surprised he feels that. I'm not surprised he feels the same way and sees me around long term, but he's been suppressing his growing feelings as well due to one major factor. We're 2,000 miles apart. That's a long way. Especially when you when you're grown, grown like this age, you can't really live in the dream. It's too somebody gonna cheat. He's also four years younger than me. I'm 27 Ooh. and he's 23. Girl, wow. you should have led with that. With no kids, uh -huh. he is very independent I and bet. takes care of a lot of shit on his own very well. Mm -hmm. Nice job and just does well. Surprisingly for himself, being that he's so young, we mesh so well have so much in common conversation is always great he's always a gentleman very respectful mature and is just an interesting human being overall being that i went through such a traumatic experience with my ex the new guy has been able to help me keep my mind off of a lot of things he's been a source of peace of, he's been a source of peace honestly my question is how the fuck am i supposed to fall for that not supposed i to. don't how the fuck am i not supposed to fall for that I don't think I'm ready. And he's not ready either. This was just supposed to be a fun time. But I feel like now that I know he feels the feel. How, how he feels. I know how he feels. And vice versa. It's going to alter things. I didn't want it to go this far. But now what? How do I successfully pull back so I can continue to have fun? Maybe I'm just confused. Maybe I'm just a confused ass bitch who just shouldn't have ho hopped into a situation like this thinking I wasn't going to catch feelings. Girl, I'm literally on the plane <laughs> riding back typing like this. I need advice. LOL. Thanks. P.S. I was thinking, well, maybe 
the nigga don't like kids and that could be my sign to dip out but he's made it clear plenty of times that he loves kids especially his niece and if anyone he's dealing with has a kid that wouldn't matter I think you need to relax first of all wait does he not know that she has a kid he, he does knows. know. She's oh, like, she she's was hoping that he didn't like a kid so she could be like, let me X him no, out. Yes. No. Looking he's for a way out. Looking for a he's way 23 out, and she's uh, 27. He cares about her, right? That's what he said. Yeah. He likes yeah. her. She he likes did. him. You have a but good she problem. want to this is a good have a serious thing. Yeah. 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 So here's the thing, right? You have to trust in yourself. You don't have to trust this guy. Like, protect your kid and, like, yourself, like, you know, as you need to. But the reality is as long as you trust in yourself that you can handle whatever comes along, be honest about how you feel, be honest about what you're up for, what you're not up for, and then proceed in honesty instead of playing games or deciding you can't Allie. feel something. Like it doesn't work that way, guys. That's real. And that's the that's same thing with poly people. Two girlfriends, when poly folks are like, oh, you can date somebody, but you can't fall in love with somebody. That's not how it fucking works. It does not work that way. Mm -hmm. So those kind of boundaries, like, oh, I want to have some fun, but I don't want to have feelings. Sounds like she has some feelings. So yeah. don't deny that you have feelings. Be honest about what you can and what you can't commit to. You can still enjoy and have fun without mm -hmm. committing into anything as long as you're honest exactly. and real about where you are and know that you're going to take care of yourself. Like, don't jump in all the way to something that you're not ready for. Be honest about what you're ready for and then proceed from there. And but 2,000 miles? That's but a then long also, because I like what you said, Magali, be honest with yourself yeah. because that honesty with yourself can also be. Maybe you do want to jump into it. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and maybe long distance works better because you can balance it better because you he's not there every single day. You have to worry and about you so have it all the time. Okay. It can be like when you see him on the weekends or when you have a meetup and you have that dedicated Once a time, quarter. That could be the perfect thing. Like people get messed up thinking about like how's this all gonna play out. Don't play it out. Don't, exactly. don't have to play it out. Because you know what I noticed in this letter? Nobody said anything about y'all being exclusive. Nobody. So chill out a little bit. And yeah. remember, I'm glad that we read this letter on this episode because I think that the three ladies who are here with us today gave a great example of how you can have a relationship that's not a traditional mm -hmm. relationship. And that's okay. You don't have to just be with one person. Right. And it's okay to care about multiple people and love multiple people. And you do what makes you happy and do it makes you feel comfortable and that's what people forget you have to do what makes you happy like right. and that's just really it well and like why are you in the relationship right are you in the relationship yeah. to fill something or become someone that you're not yeah or are you just trying to enjoy life with someone that you can be connected to like mm -hmm. you can and bitch you trying to get your pussy at your booty hey what's up like <laughs> say what the fuck you're trying to get done and you can absolutely love and care about somebody without being in a relationship with them you can right. care about this man and he can care about you he can treat you well that doesn't mean that he even wants to have a serious relationship he might so not. stop talking stop to yourself crazy. get out of the mirror yes. and just enjoy the moment yeah and be honest enjoy with that it. part yeah hey, this tell is him. scary it's yeah. fun it's amazing but i he might I feel the same anything. way he might feel it like girl y'all might have a good relax. thing that can really last or that it will just be good for the phase that it's in and it's not even it doesn't even have to end bad i hate when bitches fuck shit up when my when i'm to the point now where my girlfriends be telling me stuff and i'm like bitch you're wrong you're <laughs> acting crazy you're doing too much relax relax enjoy the moment enjoy Get the moment properly and nude and call it a night yeah relax <laughs> You just met him. Yeah, he has another girl. Y'all just met yesterday and you decide to fuck him. Relax. Oh, you're talking about your friend. I was like, she's I was talking about, I was talking about, I was talking about me. Uh oh, oh. <laughs> again. She's talking to herself. <laughs> okay, 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 so it happens. Are we moving on to cocktails? Yes, it is time for a cocktail. Uh-huh. 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 
Cocktail. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? The um story. The story. The story. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We, we are ready. One. I, I kind of want Emily to start. Yeah. Me? Mm-hmm. I do. All right. Fine. I'll start. Um, so this was when I was just out of college and I was very much into Van's Warp Tour. Um, and uh, one of the guys who had been going to Warp Tour with us, this was before I came out as queer and I was very suppressed in my like queer identity. Anyways, um, he came back to a party that we had at my parents' house because they were out of town. My parents' house growing up was very much a party house, and everyone would come over when they were out of town because they were out of town a lot. And they always left a, left a liquor cabinet open. And full? And full. Oh. They knew. They fucking knew. So anyways, we were all very <laughs> wasted, and this guy, we start, like, doing it, and he, we're having sex, and, well, okay, we're having, okay, we're having sex ish sex only because i say that only because he i i, I can't feel him and um wait he, i can't feel him i can't feel him <laughs> okay and, that's the worst and i'm, I'm very confused i'm very confused and he's like oh yeah you like that big dick she's so sweet that's oh, the problem yeah. is she's so sweet right oh so yeah. she's like thinking like i want to be affirming because i'm so sweet but i don't know what's going on she's really honest she's like honest and sweet um, i also love miguelie's gonna add some commentary <laughs> but he's like oh yeah you like that big dick and i'm like um not really. Um, Wherever it is, I would like it. <laughs> to it's be here, here where though. I can feel it. Sure. And then he keeps going, like talking about his big dick. And I'm like, okay, okay, listen, sir. Um, <laughs> I You have to leave. Ooh. Like, I just like ask him to like go. And then mm-hmm. I feel very sad about that because I'm like, I can't believe I just asked him to leave because he couldn't feel his dick. And, you know, he was just like, no, you tell me to leave and stay. I'm not coming back. He's very dramatic about it because um, I just wanted someone to cuddle, really. And uh, <laughs> I feel you. I love cuddling. So do I. And so, but he was, the fact that he was like, oh, yeah, you like that big dick. But it was a micropenis. Like, you couldn't, I couldn't feel it. That is and so I looked sad. at it. I looked at it because I went down there to see, what did to it check look out the like? situation. <laughs> to find it. A baby carrot? It was a baby carrot, for sure. I mean, like, like that big. And I shit you not. Like, this is what, an inch? It was an inch, and that's fine. That's fine, but don't come at me. Talking about, like, do you feel this dick? <laughs> you know I don't feel that dick. Do you feel I that definitely dick? don't feel that big dick you keep talking about. Um, oh. It's certainly not large. Sorry. Oh my <laughs> gosh, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Yeah, but that was that. You know, that's super. The nice. end. Did he have the nerve to have a Magnum condom? I'm just curious. he. Okay, he fucking did. He I fucking know he did. did. I know. Did. I know he and did. I didn't think that because like all the guys that like in high school I was like they in, all like, wanted college, magnums you know they like you were like oh you're a magnum you don't yeah. need that. or right after college you're like oh yeah fuck this I got a magnum nah you don't you don't need, need all that, that. You don't need <laughs> and they smell funny get your size that fits 
Neither of us wants to be pregnant with a micro penis baby. I would be so sad if that's what I gave my child. Like, could you imagine if you got pregnant and you couldn't even feel the dick? <laughs> I would be exactly. Pissed. That was you that was my third words. thought. My yeah. third thought was like, if I get pregnant from this macro penis motherfucker, I'm gonna be as pissed as hell. Exactly. <laughs> so pissed. It was not worth so it. Pissed. I'd be so pissed. <sighs> He pretended to put the I'm, condom on, I'm, but he did not put that on because there's no way. It wasn't going to fit. It was going to no be way. like a big, giant a finger cut. <laughs> just finger cut. That's insane. It's <laughs> just like I'm a latex, like a finger cut like they use on Chopped. Yes. Oh, yeah. When they slice their fingers up. Yeah. <sighs> well, That's depressing. I'm going <laughs> to read a cocktail. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and um, and then we'll, fi- we'll figure out who's going to go next. So I'm reading a cocktail. The subject line was, I was a bad girl. Okay, girl. Hello, darling Kiki and lovely Medina. Hello. You girls are the best, and I wish you both all of the success in the world. Now, for my cocktail. So, I have a guy. I've been fucking on and off. Oh, wait, sorry. I was thinking about the Meek Mill song. I was like, sorry. Okay. So, I have a guy I've been fucking on and off for years. In the past year, things have become more consistent. He doesn't live in my state, but he comes into town often as he owns a few businesses in my city. He typically isn't in town for more than a few days, but he always makes time to see me. You feeling all special. You know, your rich nigga likes you. You be feeling all special because he likes you. The sex is so good. It's like a perfect dance. He knows my body so well and always brings out my freakiness. Plus, he is nasty as fuck just how I like it. We aren't in a relationship and nor is that something we want from each other. So I date other people. I've been talking to another guy out of state for months. He has a lot of potential for something long term. We finally planned to meet when I was visiting his city. Two days before I flew out, guy number one hits me up to tell me he is in town. I wasn't available and had to decline. I wasn't worried because there was a lot of sexual buildup for guy number two and couldn't wait to fuck him. Besides, guy number one will be back again. Okay, so you just got it all planned out. I go on my trip and it was amazing. He was well worth the wait. We had great sex, several rounds that got better every time. His head was top five and his big body dominated me and fucked me so good. I had a great time getting to know him on that level and we were continue and we were continuing to talk. I grade the experience a B. I get back home and discover a guy and discover guy number one is still in town. He hits me up and checks on my availability. I was like, bet guy number two was good, but my guy number one knows me so well. So we link up four days after I fuck number two. Okay, bitch. <laughs> I hope you didn't protection. When we got back together, when we got together, he was asking me a lot of questions about my trip. I think he had a hunch that I was with another nigga and he wanted to see if I would tell. I didn't. It's not. It's none of his business, and we don't talk about shit like that. We fuck, and I show him how much I missed him by riding the fuck out of him. He finishes me off by laying me down with my legs up and feet on the headboard until I came. I loved every minute of it because I didn't come with guy number two. A few days later, he hits me again. I'm like, damn, nigga, you still in town? Fuck, let's get it. He was leaving the same morning, and this was our last opportunity to fuck. As soon as he gets to my house, I start taking his clothes off. He is hard as fuck before I pulled down his pants. 
We started going at it. What the fuck? This nigga was in a special mood. Uh, he was on his nasty shit, and I was all the way here for it. He was fucking me so hard and deep, flipping me all over the bed, pulling my hair, choking me, and had my legs everywhere they could go. Damn, I was in heaven. I got cocky for a minute and told him he was going to miss this pussy. He agreed and fucked me harder. Then he says, you better remember this dick next time you want to go fuck another nigga. Wow. <laughs> he knew what I was up to the week before, and I was being punished so good. Fuck me. He flips me over and starts fucking me in my ass and playing with my clit. I started... Sh <laughs> Bitch, what is happening right now? I started shaking and we both came at the same time. I screamed, Daddy. Ooh. If I call a nigga daddy during sex, it's because I absolutely could not help myself. LOL. After he after he laughed at me as I laid there like a dead body, LOL. I guess that's what I get for fucking an out-of-town nigga that doesn't know me as well as he does. And that's my cocktail. Love, I was a bad girl. It was so long that I got kind of confused between guy number two and guy number three and just everything in between. But thank you for sending that. I was trying to, <laughs> I was confused too because I, was just I a little feel confused. like we read that one, but sometimes I read them to see if they're good or not and I delete the really boring ones. So I don't know. It was just like but, a lot. <laughs> like it was just. Some of them are really boring sometimes. And it's just like, you know, no offense, but we're just not going to read it on the show because we don't want people talking bad about you. We'll just say that. Yeah. I'm just glad she um, was able to get that orgasm. That she I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah I had a little talk with my friends when I was in Houston over the weekend and so many of them told me they have never had an orgasm. I mean, that was me. Right. Until oh, recently. No, because they haven't slept with a woman. That's why. Why? I don't understand. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's like a mental thing. Like that was me up until recently. Honestly, like, yeah, like just not. Like sex feels good, but you're not orgasming. I mean, I know that feeling because I don't orgasm every time. Yeah. yeah. Pull. Pass me that bag in the drawer at the top. The little yeah, pink you, bag. And you just get over. really. That's how you with learn. It. Yeah. Okay. That's how I got my first the one. The tongue works. Yeah, the yeah. tongue does work. Yeah, no, no, for but sure. But the tongue has to be attached to a person. And sometimes we're yeah. not all able <laughs> to have a person. Boys have tongues? Yeah, yeah but sometimes you don't have a boy <laughs> or a girl to do it. So it's just like, mm, <laughs> gotta get yeah. that toy. Okay, yes. so who's next? I want Magali to go next. Ooh, okay. So. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I'm a really focused on relationships kind of person who has sex mostly only in relationships. So I struggled to find a cocktail, but my only one night stand that really wasn't a one night stand happened in Richmond. I went to the lesbian bar in Richmond and um, I was there for work and just went to like pass the time and people were singing and there were lesbians singing. So I was like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, it was karaoke. And then it was karaoke. Yeah. And so I ended up meeting um, a singer. I thought that I was, I thought her friend was coming over to talk to me and I wasn't interested in the friend, but it turns out she was coming to talk to me about her other friend that I thought they were together, but they weren't together. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up talking and she was an art teacher and it's my one night stand because we, I did take her back to my hotel room, but um, we did date for three months after that. And then she broke up with me in an email. <gasps> so oh, that's my That happened on This Is Us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dang, an yeah. email? That's going to make me cry. Did she at so least use the right punctuations and stuff? Well, yeah, she was a teacher, so it was perfect grammar, <laughs> which only endeared her to me more. Um, she never spoke to me again, even though she was only breaking up with me because she Why was scared. Why did she break up with you? Um, she was scared of commitment, and we were been talking like oh. about like moving or co-locating, and I was, I was talking about it in the future. She just freaked out. I think really what was going on is she met somebody else that was local, 
and she's mm. still with that person now. So I think it was also a way to like get out of long distance yeah. when she found Quick somebody like out. more closely related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, fake ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that before. Yo, <laughs> you probably teach second grade. <laughs> Um, well, I'm real glad you didn't move, though. So it all worked out. Right. It worked out for you guys. So, yeah. Uh, the, mace, the reason why I was super duper into her for lost reasons, but one of the reasons was she had that lip gloss that, like, puckers your lips and is, like, all tingly. Uh-huh. Lip, venom. lip plump. Lip yes. plump. I was really into that, guys. Really into that. <laughs> I like it. Buxom makes yeah. one, and it mm-hmm. tingles your lips, and it really does plump them up. It really well, not only does it plump up all... your lips, but if you're wearing that and you go down on somebody, it also plumps, plumps other things. Up, that's oh, I've Is it feel good, or is it not? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it feels great. I have some stuff in my purse. Yeah, tea tree, peppermint oil down there Right Intimate. I have so much. Yes, it's from Right Intimate. I forgot to say I used that. It's some sort of... It's just tingly. Lube. It's mm-hmm. not lip gloss, but it's flavored. Yeah. It had a strawberry flavor, but it was minty, and it gave that minty mm. sensation. Yeah, I like mm. to use but peppermint it was strawberry. Oil really? Yeah. Peppermint. Too much I got though. Some of that. You gotta be careful because oh. you can only use a little bit, depending on the potency of the peppermint oil. But like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that. Oil. I'm too scared to try I'm that. I need to try that. Me this weekend. I'm gonna have to try that when I'm not drinking because yes. I will get carried Fair. away. Okay, <laughs> Rachel, do you have one? <laughs> I, I know Rachel, Rachel has, has so one. I've been dying to hear Rachel's. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. like, I've been in the game for a long time. I'm 1998. Also, I was turning yes. bitches out. <laughs> I'm also a retired dominatrix. Yes. What? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Another you guys podcast. have a separate podcast. <laughs> oh my God, y'all you gotta come, come back. back. <laughs> Obviously. You have to come back. Okay. So this is actually a story from a dungeon locally here in Atlanta. Um, and I was there for a dungeon party. And I saw somebody that I know, like, in the snack room, because there's, like, a little room that's off to the side where... Is it actual snacks, or is that code word? No, yeah. there's actual snacks. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted yeah, to know. Yeah, you got to keep your blood sugar up and stuff. So right. there's, like, cookies and cheese and okay. um, little pigs in a blanket. and Protein. You know. Things that are real wholesome, and it's sort of mm-hmm. weird and unexpected. But you need that. It'll you keep do. going quickly. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And so people are in there drinking coffee or eating cookies or whatever. And I ran into a friend of mine. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. Like, blah, blah, blah. Catching up. Whatever. And then, you know, I'm back out mingling. Watching somebody get suspended from a hook or tied to something or oh. gagged in some way or whatever is happening. I don't know. <laughs> and then I turn around and there's suddenly, like, a scene. And, you know, a scene in BDSM is, like, there is, you know, role playing happening where one person is one thing, another person's another, and they're kind of creating something together. The scene, however, that I happened upon was a cow and a farmer. What? And <laughs> lo and behold, the friend of mine that I had run into in the snack the room was the cow. Was the cow. Mm-hmm. Knew it. Not only was she the cow, she was wearing a full cow suit with udders. Nipples. Like the Chick-fil-A cow. Like the Chick-fil-A cow. But more chicken. in addition to the udders, she had hooves <gasps> sewn on to where the hands would be. And there was this weird like <laughs> clomping noise that was happening. And the other partner in the scene was her girlfriend, who I also knew. Mm-hmm. Was everybody comfortable, though? I mean, I was not comfortable, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is uncomfortable telling the farmer, story. like, with some overalls. 
like some car hearts, like real authentic <laughs> stuff. Who was just saying, Bessie now? <laughs> Bessie? No, of course her name was Bessie. You're my best girl. You're my best cow, Bessie. No. Bessie is the best one. And then the farmer got out a pair of latex gloves <gasps> that not only uh-uh. went up to the elbow, but went past the elbow. Into her vagina. And started Into fisting Bessie the cow. <gasps> past the elbow. Oh, fuck. Wow. And Bessie the cow slash the friend of mine from the snack room just clomped a little bit harder and mooed a little bit louder. What? I forgot what booty hurt. Where were y'all at again? Yeah. <laughs> Where was Bessie? No, this was, it was Saturday. <laughs> it was, it was Saturday. Saturday. There are a couple local dungeons in Atlanta. Oh, oh she did say it was party. at a dungeon. Yeah, dungeon it was one of the local dungeons in town. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like we need to experience more of this. Yeah. No. Yeah. Y'all, y'all need to come out with me more. <laughs> y'all need a. I don't want to yeah. get fisted. You don't have to get fisted. <laughs> no. I just want to because I feel constipated more than I did when I got in Right. How many but people want to get you fisted? You see somebody else get fisted when they are dressed as a cow and they are mooing <sighs> I might in delight. Myself. Yeah, I just happy, happy mooing wow. that will haunt your dreams forever. I just want to be. A I cannot because I'm picturing now. I want to well, be a goat. I'm gonna have to take a shot. I want to be a get goat. Thought out of my mind. Maybe I'll remember. Yeah, I want to be a goat. Go ahead, you, you could be. Oh, oh, yeah. She won the 1942. Yeah, <laughs> 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 tequila follows that story. The 1942 is incredible, isn't it? It's so smooth. What the fuck? I did chaser, and I am. It's just smooth. You can just like. It will yeah, wash right. this, the mooing right out of your mind. <laughs> Rachel, I'm just telling you right okay. now, I want to come experience that. I just want to be a goat, though. A goat okay. just, a goat? just grazing yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see you being one of those yoga goats. Yeah, a fainting goat. A goat. That, yeah. that, that, I'll be a fainting goat. Pe- People are going to be so into that. You They're want you to can I bring it. curry, yeah, though? It's going to happen. I'll bring curry. Yes. I'll bring Have you ever had curry goat? I love it. Delicious. I love goats. It's a little gamey for me. But I do like the roti. Yes, I love it. I love it. Kiki, you, you're closing us Kiki, out. You have an OG All cocktail? Right. No, girl, I got a fresh one. Do y'all want the fresh one or should yes. I read one? Fresh, fresh. You okay. got an OG fresh, cocktail? Fresh and clean. Fresh and no, clean. this is new from like a, yesterday. It's yours, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitch, yes. That's what the Okay, so as you guys know, um, uh, okay, I'm going to divide this into a few parts. So you'll only get a part today. So, you guys know I went to Houston, and you already know what time it is when I go to Houston. I got to see Voodoo Dick, right? We have a standing appointment. So, I was also eating crawfish all weekend and drinking daiquiris. Got a little bloated and a little gassy. My my bowels haven't been right, right? So, that's an important part. I'm not telling y'all that just to gross you out. So, I get to, so I'm on my way to his place. Um, I was supposed to, well, let me not tell myself. Okay, so I get to his place. (laughs) And um, I was like, hey, I got here. And I usually just Uber around Houston when I go. But this time, I had plans to drive a lot, so I rented a car. I was like, hey, I parked. He's like, okay, um, um, I'm in the, I'm hopping in the shower really quick. Do you mind waiting five minutes? I was like, no, perfect, right? So I hop on Instagram because who else do you talk to at like 12 in the morning? Instagram. And I'm like, you guys, what do you do when you have gas? And you have a dick appointment. Do you just like go to the bathroom and let it out? But what if it's a, I've sharded myself before. I've told the listeners, you guys may not know that, but I've sharded myself before. So I was really nervous and I was so happy. He was like, I need five minutes. Perfect. So I'm sitting in the car trying to pass gas. It's not working. 
It's you. stuck in my body, and I'm trying to like massage it out. I listen to different um, ocean sounds. <laughs> I talk to Instagram about it. I waited for suggestions. Shout out to y'all because y'all are real as fuck because everybody gave me suggestions. Mm -hmm. Somebody told me to go to the bathroom, take the tissue, put it on my asshole, and muffle the sound. I've never thought to do that. She's like, I've done that plenty of times. Yeah. So anyway. Or turn the uh, faucet on. Well, I've turned the faucet on, but I just figured... Because of the way the acoustics are in there, I just thought it was going to amplify, oh, not okay. drown it out. And I was just, huh? I thought that was just going to make it like a, a super surround sound. No, no I didn't know it was going to come out. And I couldn't spread my my cheeks without sitting on the toilet because what if I sharted? Could you imagine if I sharted on this man's floor? What if he didn't have any clean towels? So anyway. I calm myself down. I go inside. And then I'm looking around. I'm like, there's a lot of fine men in here. I need to be here more often. Anyway, that's going to be in one of the other parts. So I go upstairs to his place. And I also have these handcuffs from Rated Intimate. They sent me some silk rope handcuffs. They're red. And I played around with them. And I was like, how do you bring out these handcuffs? Because we don't usually use toys because he's really good at what he does. But I was like, I got to try these out, you know? I hope he listens to this motherfucking show. So I knock on the door. And he's like, he answers the door. Nothing on. But like some boxer briefs. Oh, so he was ready. Yeah, this is the thing. This is how it always goes. So I was like, who am I going to be? Who am I going to be? He's going to ask me who it is. So he's like, who is it? And I was like, I don't have a name. So he opens the door a little wider. He was like, what do you mean you don't have a name? I said, I don't have a name. I got a phone call that there was a man here and he's supposed to fuck me. So I pulled the handcuffs out. And I just walk in, so I started disrobing. I felt like I was on the Players Club. And I was just like, all right, who's about to get fucked, you know? So um, he helped me take off all of my clothes. And then he's, like, kissing me. He's super passionate. He's, like, sucking on my neck and, like, massaging my body. And I was just like, okay, wait. Hold on. I need something to drink really quick because I actually only took two of my sheet orgasms. And I want to take two more before we get started. So... He gives me my drink. We sit on the couch. Next thing I know, he just like flips me over and starts going to town eating my pussy. I thought you were going to say on your booty. No. Well, I asked him if I could peg him. He said no. So I was like, we're not going to do ass play then. He was like, that's fine. Because um, you don't need to ask me that shit again. So it's like, okay, well, it's close for me. It's close for you. Anyway, so he's eating my pussy and then he picks me up and we go to his room. Um, we did record a few videos. I like to do that sort of thing. I like to have memories in that way. And you guys, I have never had sex without the help of toys where somebody was able to make me squirt multiple times. You was in here squirting? Yes. And we didn't care about laying in the big ass wet spot that was left. We were tired when it was done. Shut up. So <laughs> we're just laying there. But all of the sex was amazing. He ate my pussy really good. He was just, he's not, he can be a little rough, but it's not so rough to where it's painful. And what I was just thinking while I was having sex with him is like how important it is to have sex with somebody who's not just trying to get theirs, that wants to make sure you get yours. And after a while, I was like, okay, you know what? Honestly, I'm really tired. Can you hurry up and come? And I'll tell you what actually happened after that next week because there's more. But that's how that's how it started off. And I've been in a good mood. That's what's All up. day. Gassy and all. I still haven't released that gas, you guys. It's painful. <laughs> I had on jeans and a t-shirt. I had to change it and put on this spandex leotard because my body needed to breathe. Mm -hmm. And that's my cocktail. So that's Houston part one. <laughs> Houston part one. Cheers. I just love Houston. Cheers. 
<laughs> thank you ladies so much for coming take this yes, time right now you. to if there is anything rachel mcgally emily that you want to plug and by plug we mean like if you want somebody to support it if you want somebody to buy a ticket if you want somebody to follow you on instagram right now y'all take this moment to let everybody know where they can do that at so if you want to keep up with all of our poly adventures, you can follow us on Instagram at polypocketsatl. So that, that is too I'm following cute. right yeah, now. That's the Polly name of this episode. I'm about to write it down. That Polly is P-O-L-Y pockets ATL um, on Instagram. And it is Polly a private pockets. account, so we'll have to approve you one by one. So you better like have a good Insta out or we won't yeah. say yes. <laughs> No um, trolls. All right, just yes. can y'all make sure you let us follow? Yes. We yeah, will. for sure. We will. Okay. Um, and uh, we post lots of cute photos and also some information too about polyamory and ethical non monogamy. And then also, I run an organization called Femme Mafia Atlanta, which is an organization for queer femme visibility and community. You can also find us on Instagram at Femme Mafia ATL. Um, and also Femme Mafia is on Facebook as well. We do different events and try to support other queer femmes in the community, just like Emily. Yes. Oh, okay. I have a, my own Instagram for my personal and performance lifestyle um, that I associate with Polly Pockets and Femme Mafia. So it's Emily D, D-E-E is Royal T, T-E-E. And um, coming up more recently, I'll be at... Wait. Emily what? D, what? I'm writing it down. So it's or Emily T- D, D-E-E, uh-huh. Uh-huh. is Royal T, T-E-E. Oh. Is so royal yeah, Emily T- D is Royal T altogether. Okay, yeah. And then this Thursday, I'll be at Mary's eight, um, in East Atlanta Village for Glitz. Um, and then... Uh, doing burlesque. Doing burlesque. And then I'm doing a burlesque brunch benefit at Red Light Cafe on February 10th at 1 p.m., um, it'll be an anti-Valentine's Day show. I need to be there. Yes. Mm. Super, My lunch well, break. I might be, <laughs> Yeah, there'll be a brunch That's menu. That's a weekday? It's a Sunday. Oh. Sunday brunch. Which okay. I need to pull up. The Sunday before Valentine's okay. Day. So you can come see some burlesque, eat some eggs. Oh, that and have some mimosas, watch some boobies. I just love mimosas. I like boobs. Exactly. <laughs> I hate mimosas, but I like boobs. So I love I'll be mimosas. There. I just like champagne. <laughs> <laughs> and I will plug Femme Mafia again. Yeah, because uh, Mafia. in 2006, when I moved here, I moved here in 2004, but Atlanta didn't really become home until 2006 when I met Rachel and um, met her as the Donna of the Femme Mafia, who is creating visibility and making the world a femme-friendlier place, yes. which is definitely what I want to do. And then I also plug Emily, of course. Definitely mm-hmm. come out to the show on February um, 10th, it's going to be amazing. Burlesque in Atlanta is still really building, and Emily is a big part of that because um, she's able to connect with so many different facets of the burlesque community and bring everybody together under one umbrella where there's different troops and different sort of, you know, um, groups that have different energies, and Emily brings them all together into one place, which is awesome for community building. And the last thing I will say is question the gender construct, question your relationship models. Question everything you've been told about what it means to be in a relationship or find connections in the world because we've been lied to all our lives. And, hmm. you know, ethical non-monogamy is not just a That's model a word. and not just an alternative. It really is. Uh, it's not just a lifestyle. It's, it's a way to conduct your relationships in a way that allows you to have all the connections and to have the love and support that you need, which is really difficult, I think, and really challenging to find in one relationship being monogamous, and I've been monogamous, and there's nothing wrong with being monogamous if it is intentional and you're aware of why you're monogamous and why it works for you. 
most people haven't done that. So I would just encourage sure. you to question what you believe and why you believe it and seek out other options and other opportunities that might be better for you. And I just want to say that Miguelie has made my pussy wet. <laughs> and this, bitch, this bitch is a real one and i also just want to say that i feel like emily and rachel y'all are so lucky to have somebody like this in your life because this bitch is amazing Amen. and i, I mean bitch all in the most endearing other. way yes and i also want to say all y'all niggas out here that not treating bitches right y'all need to get like Megali. follow her on her instagram get and y'all like need to treat Megali. bitches like y'all like what's going on right now i'm sitting here like what are we doing what what <laughs> and you know what she's saying the same thing we tell y'all all the time talk all to time. us communicate communicate like, let's talk about how we feel what the fuck is wrong with you and if you let's got some real honest. mental issues go to fucking therapy yes, yes. also or bow ties you- and champagne well <laughs> or that champagne. lots of champagne <laughs> anyway you guys make sure that um, you check out all of their stuff that they have going on check it I'm all out because I'm about put... to be right up at that burlesque show <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put um, details in the description I'll put everybody's Instagrams yeah. and I'll put the details that I got about um, the upcoming things and just um, I'm gonna do some Googles too whatever I can get done on Wednesday at work y'all know how it goes <laughs> um, make sure you follow <laughs> us to at cocktails podcast I am at Kiki said so and I'm at coffee beans and until next week you guys goodbye i'm sorry but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet goodbye bye 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 goodbye bye bye Wait on the track.